my fellow Americans, it looks like some things have changed. Are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents? Younger parents aren't sure that an appreciation of America is the right thing to teach modern children. We're not gonna make America great again. It was never that great. When I drive into a neighborhood and there are American flags, it's a message of white supremacy. I'm warning of an eradication of the American memory that could result in an erosion of the American spirit. We need to completely dismantle the police department. If we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. We've got to do a better job of getting across that America is freedom, and freedom is special and rare. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of enterprise. As long as we remember our first principles and believe in ourselves, the future will always be ours. Ours was the first revolution in the history of mankind that truly reversed the course of government, and with three little words, we the people. We the people are free. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? We are back with another episode of We the People Radio. I'm your host, James, and joining me is the right wing cigar king, Mr. Yeah. Alan Jacoby, the garden gnome himself, the, the garden angry gnome. garden gnome. Someone, someone was just talking about garden gnomes the other day. I don't remember who it was. Someone sent me a picture of their garden gnome in their yard and said they were hanging out with Alan. Uh, and it was funny was because who sent you that? It was a listener to the show, uh, oh, and uh, it's funny because he was pushing my. He was talking to me about the UFC fights over the weekend, and uh, he kept saying how it was rigged, and I was giving him out all the reasons as to why the fight wasn't rigged. But he was he was turning into you, and he this is why he sent me the picture of the garden. Home. He goes, he goes, he goes. I was just going because I knew it was pissing you off, and Alan's been influencing me too much, and sent me the picture. He's like, I spent a lot of time with him, uh, <laughs> and he just kept egging me on because he was getting me so heated. I was like, bro, it's not fight. It was not a rigged fight. No one threw the fucking fight. And he's like, yeah, I'm just trying to piss you off like Alan does. I'm surprised uh, you should have been like, everything's rigged. Everything's rigged and stolen. Fight. Everything's fake and gay. Games, no, that's the one everything. thing. That's the one thing. Like, uh, listen, uh, today was a rough day for me. I'm a Jets fan. I'm a diehard Jets fan. We lost Aaron Rodgers, and it was the first time in my life that I was excited for football. Uh, but I'm with you. Game. I think I think football is fake and gay. I think it's rigged. Uh, okay. I'm 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 on that I'm I'm on that uh, bandwagon. But at the same time, uh, fighting at least at least MMA, UFC. Uh, for that matter, not really just MMA, but UFC is uh, for that matter. I, I've trained with a lot of those guys. Like That's I've not trained fake, with, though, right? 
No, I've trained with a lot of those. That's what I'm saying. Like I trained with guys. I've trained with Amanda Nunez, the greatest women's fighter in in UFC history. Like I, I've trained with her. I trained with Khabib. I've trained with Frankie Edgar. I've trained with John Jones. I've trained with Chris Weidman. All these guys are champions in that organization. Uh, and there's no way you could tell me that any of those guys, like spending time with some of them, getting punched in the face by a lot of these guys, there's no yeah. way that you could tell me that this is th- that these guys are going to throw a fight. It's a different mentality that these guys have. Uh, and 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 the guy who is talking mad shit uh, is in the chat right now, Mister uh, Redneck Renegade. How? Hold on, because actually, someone uh, re- someone regular on on my morning show just said it's he's the first time ever I realized the NFL is scripted. Like, what do you mean? It, like, is it, is it it's fake? Not like down to who's going to win. Of course not, right? So what the heck is going on? Camera is going nuts today. The internet must be fucked. And I just checked my internet too. It's that West Coast internet. You guys got the ghetto. I just, the ghetto I just checked my internet too before we went live. Oh my goodness. It's been a while since my camera's freaked out. But no, yeah, the NFL I think is scripted. I think they I don't think all of the players are in on it. I think uh, you know, certain players are in on it, but I think they right. do it through the referees. Uh, you know, I think the the referees are they're employees of the NFL. Uh, they they, oh yeah, the referees are employees of the NFL. They don't. They don't. They're not a third okay. third party. They're okay. employed. They're employed by the NFL. And uh, I always go look at basketball. There's a huge NBA. The NBA. They had a referee that was caught rigging games. Uh, this is a known fact. This is oh, not wow. a conspiracy. He was charged and removed from the league, uh, but he got caught. And he probably wasn't the only one that was involved in it. Um, you know, boxing. That's a story as old as time. That's been rigged. Uh, but the NFL, you know, there's so many games where it's they're setting up matchups. It's better for the NFL. People have to realize that it is entertainment at the end of the day. Like right. they need to they need to sell tickets and they know that they're going to have more people watching if certain matchups happen uh, rather than than, uh, you know, the other team. For, for, uh, for example, there was a game in the playoffs that had. Uh, Super Bowl implications. Whoever went was going to the Super Bowl. It was the Saints versus the Vikings. Uh, and. Um, there was a big, a big missed call by the referee. It was as blatant as it gets. Like the, 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 the guy, the, the wide receiver was going out for a pass. Uh, he was thrown, it was thrown to him. And all of a sudden the cornerback came over and tackled him before the ball got there. Uh, which is like, they knew, they knew what was happening. Very illegal in NFL. Like that doesn't happen. That, That gets an immediate flag, immediate penalty, uh, right away. Every single time something like that happens. Uh, nothing was called, and it it was the game. That was that's <laughs> totally cost the game. They got an interception. It was terrible, um, and it, it doesn't get any clearer than that. So I think the NFL is rigged. Um, you know, but you I think, love it. I still love it. It's still entertainment. It's still something. But the UFC, no, I don't think the UFC is 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 rigged yet. Uh, you know, there's a lot of these guys. Um, are starting to make money, especially the bigger names. Uh, right. You know, when they're getting those pay-per-view cards, they're, they're they're getting paid. Like they're eating well. Like the guy Sean O'Malley who just won, he's he's making boatloads of money now. Like he's well off because he's a fighter uh, and the champion. Uh, so I don't I don't think it's it's rigged at all. Uh, you know, maybe maybe in certain some fights, you know, the mob or something gets to you know some guys in in some cases. But yeah, these guys are the fight. These guys are warriors, dude. It's a different mentality. Like I've I've spent so much time with these guys to get into the cage to go in there and, and go to war and go to battle like that. Uh, you, it's a different mindset. It's very different. Uh, so I don't think it's rigged. Right. But. <laughs> There's a lot, a lot going on, Alan. We haven't been on air in in almost two weeks. 
it feels like uh you were doing cigar events last week super busy you had jason yeah. scoops comedy show how was that jason scoops is great he can uh he killed it he really did he's you know he's done stand-up before and he's done some stuff in comedy but if you're not following jason scoop it's a it was actually scoop without an s find him on instagram and stuff he um he's mostly on instagram and tiktok but he um he's like a tiktok fucking uh, i don't even know what the millions and millions of views on tiktok but yeah comedy club room of about 125 people sold out and uh my neck of the woods it was comforting to see when he started mentioning trump that the whole room cheered with the exception of like two people but they weren't too bad because they were like two of four people and the other two people were trump supporters mm-hmm. so it was uh it was cool but he um you know he has a he has a good routine a great stage presence and i think he's, he's a funny uh, guy i think he's gonna i think he's gonna do all right in the stand-up comedy world he's young and he's uh, getting noticed by some other comedians, so it's uh, I think good yeah, I'm stuff. gonna I'm gonna connect him with my buddy Mike Romanelli, who who owns the uh, the Dojo Comedy uh, Club, mm. the Dojo Comedy Club East, uh, yeah. in in Morris Plains, New Jersey. Uh, he he's he's owns the the club with Sam Tripoli. Right. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I told Jason I'll I'll connect him with him. Mike's a good a good buddy of mine. Good. Um, and I I, I love I thought Jason was awesome. He was just a solid dude. Uh, and he was, he, he was a funny, funny as fuck. He was funny as fuck. He yeah. was just, you know, he was authentic. That's what I liked about him. He was very authentic. Like what you see in his videos, it's not an act. Like that's really him uh, when a, he's interacting a, with people. To show you it's a small world. Like when I saw him on Instagram and he was doing the Trump impersonation, and I, I reached out to him and I don't even remember what our, what our initial contact was, but I knew I, I saw he was doing promotions for um, some small businesses. And I was like, Oh, Hey, I wouldn't mind having you do something for the cigar company. And he was like, all about it. And I see he's in the city all the time. So then we're trying to arrange stuff. And, and then I, I don't know, we, Oh, he called me on the phone, but we're talking on the phone and he goes, yeah, you know, I'm in the city a lot, but I'm actually from long Island. And he didn't know where I was at first. I'm like, Oh really? I'm, I'm from long Island. And he goes, Oh, where about? And I go, well, now I, you know, I, I tell him what town I live in. And he goes, Oh, I, I, uh, so I said, I grew up in Levittown right? It's in Nassau mm-hmm. County. And he's like, holy shit, that's, that's where I am. That's where I grew up. And I'm like, yeah, I just live one town over now. And uh, he goes, so I asked him, because I didn't know how old he was. So what high school did you go to? And he's like, oh, Division Avenue. And I'm like, that's where I went. And then it turns out he went to high school with my cousin. And I asked her about him. And he's like, oh, yeah, Jason, he was always running around high school doing comedy routines and impressions. He does a Trump. He apparently he's been doing Trump forever and other people. And I, everyone, you know, everyone in Levittown knew who he was. And we literally live like, I don't know, driving distance, less than 10 minutes from each other. Just that's so wild. It's such very, a small, very world. small world. He's a good dude though. I, I'm a big, big, big fan of Jason and, and, and what he's doing. Uh, he does tons of great, not just Donald Trump, like his cat Williams, his Chris rock. Those are fucking hilarious. Bill Cosby's dude. hilarious. He doesn't, I haven't Bill seen, Cosby. I haven't seen him do Bill Cosby, but I've seen oh. him do. Chris Rock and and Cat Williams and those are fucking hysterical. He, so he spot did, on. He did a bit about Bill Cosby getting raped in prison and then Bill Cosby like being the rapist in prison. It was. Oh just, my it was goodness! Oh, yeah, I bet it was. I bet it was great. I bet it was. I bet it was a great show. I, I I got. I hope he comes out to Vegas and does a show. He said he was planning on it. So if he does, I'll definitely be checking he him out. He was in Los Angeles for a couple of weeks and he ended up doing a show there. He just did a show in the city. Like after, yeah, I'm not going to Los too. Angeles Alan. It's just not happening. It's not in the cards. I'm not I mean, going, to, I'm not going there. I don't care. I don't care what's going on. 
I'm not, I'm not going back to LA. I'm never doing it again. It was disgusting. It was fucking the worst place okay. ever. No, it was All literally California's. hell on. No, I, I could still see myself long. going to San Diego or like uh, Orange County where it's a little bit more Republican, like Huntington Beach or something like that area. Yeah. Uh, but LA or San Francisco, get the fuck out of here. Like no. you'd, you'd have to pay me a serious amount of money, some of money to get I me to go there. I don't want to get AIDS waiting for a bus. Bro, I, I wouldn't even get on the fucking bus. Like, yeah, what do you, saying, what's, like what, what's, I would walk to wherever I had to go. <laughs> if, if that was the case, I would not be getting on the fucking bus. Like get yeah. out of here. That's like, like New York city. Like if you go to New York city, I would not get on the subway today. Like hmm. five, a couple years ago. Yeah. I would have got on the subway all day. I've rode the subway many times, but the now no fucking <clears throat> way. You could not pay me to get on a subway train. There's no way. There's there no are like way. rats the size of cats on the subway. And, and you know, no, like, you, know you got to be careful if you fall asleep on the subway. That There there were some videos falling around of like people sleeping and there's like a rat sitting on their lap Ooh. because they might have a bag of food or something. And The, the rats person, don't care. They're not scared. No, they're not. They're passed out. And this guy, this rat, it was actually like a white rat actually, and uh, which is weird because most of the rats in the city are, you know, black. Oh, then I didn't mean it race-wise, but you know what I mean. Alan! <laughs> so, Alan! Yeah, if you ever, if you listen, if you ever go to the Bronx Zoo, right? You go to the Bronx Zoo, and I'm not even kidding. All the squirrels are black, like jet black in the Bronx Zoo. I couldn't believe it. Why? The first time why would they ha- like it, like that are running around the zoo, like outside yeah, or like yeah, in, no, in, no, in, no, in the wild? Yeah, like every squirrel near my house is gray, gray yeah. squirrels. Yeah, Bronx gray. Zoo, they're all black. I'm like, you gotta be shitting me. This can't be real. It can't, can't be real. It cannot be simulate. I'm starting to think we're in a simulation. I'm starting that to think. The squirrels in the Bronx Zoo are black. That's and near fucking... my house, they're gray. Oh my god. Did you ever hear Shaq talk about when he goes to the zoo? <laughs> no. I don't really need to elaborate, but he that what he says is every time he goes to the zoo, the gorillas and the monkeys love him. We'll just say that. They love him. They they go well, they go nuts. Th- I, this is now this is um racist radio now. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna get we, we can't get canceled any more than we already are, Alan. We really can't. Like like I I, I went on the two do men last week and I had a blast with those guys. Shout out to to Skaggs and, and the captain. They're great dudes. I can't we gotta have them back on the show again soon. Um but I hung out with them and they just they they gave me the best compliment in the world. Like it was truly a humbling comment. Stuff definitely nothing I'll hear from you, Alan, because you're a piece of shit and you just What's hate the me. Compliment and you tell me to go fuck myself all the yes. time because I'm a piece of shit. Yes. Uh, no, they 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 were like, dude, we say it all the time, but they were like, listen, if you weren't as sensitive as you are, we think you'd be up there uh, with guys like Alex Jones. You know your shit and things like that. It was they just an, such. It was just an all night faggots. <laughs> Bro, no, nah, man, I love those guys, but like, I, I did not expect too. that at all. I did not expect, like, if Garrett was on the show, Garrett would have been like, you, yo, don't fucking tell this guy anything. He's a piece of shit. Garrett couldn't be on the show, but uh, it was just, it was really cool because I have a ton of respect for those guys. Like, I, I really do. I think they they're great, 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 great dudes, uh, and they, they, they have a great show. But to hear that from them, it was, it was truly humbling. It was awesome. Uh, but. Uh, they're completely wrong and misguided, but it, it, it was very it, nice of them to say it. <laughs> but no, it's it's crazy how bad we're censored. Like I like sometimes I forget to like sit back and like think about how much they're throttling 
our work and how much time and effort goes into making sure what we're doing doesn't get seen by a lot of people. Absolutely. Did you see? So Cat Turd, he does that. He does a podcast, right? Yeah. Like I think every day. And he just put something out. I saw it on Truth Social. They uh, they they banned him. They suspended his podcast on uh, Twitch. I think it was. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I got kicked off from Twitch after two live episodes. We lasted on Twitch. We did two live episodes as We The People Radio. Now we're on some obscure name. Like if you want to find us under Twitch, we're P underscore Eckersley, which stands for Penis Eckersley. Um, (laughs) Wait, for what channel? For our Twitch channel. Like we're live on Twitch right now, but it's like, uh, it's not branded as, it's not branded as We The People Radio. It's, it's like, it was my gaming name, my gaming handle, Penis Eckersley. Uh, So it's P underscore Eckersley. Um, Just just to talk about YouTube and and I, and I watched it the other day and now I, I, now I feel like an idiot because I don't remember his name. He's a truther, black guy. And apparently, and according to the chat, when I was watching it, apparently he is a Trump supporter. He's, you know, know, conservative and whatever. He was doing he his video was labeled YouTube took everything from me. That's what it was labeled. And I was like, YouTube is asshole. Yes, you're right. You're right. Asshole. Yeah. <laughs> China. China is asshole. Don't trust China. China is asshole. So this guy, James, was crying. This like ball, like, out of stream like, like he was actually crying. crying. Yeah, yeah. Like he was upset because he he does this is what he like does full time apparently and he was saying you know youtube with the with the ad revenue i make about between 4 and 6000 dollars a month which you know streaming i guess is good money to to some people you know 4 to 4 to 6000 dollars a month for for talking uh, on the stream yeah for 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 a young streamer absolutely it pays that pays the bills for many people most people don't make that at a regular job he's got a family he's got a, maybe at least one kid maybe a couple i i, I couldn't figure that out He's saying how he pays the bills and they demonetized him and he doesn't know what violation it was. And he's been demonetized before, but apparently when he was demonetized before, they didn't take any revenue that he had made. I guess that was sitting there waiting to get paid out. Mm-hmm. So he said, he goes, um, he's been really rocking it lately and he's, he's having his house renovated you know, based off of money that he's making streaming and stuff and, like and that. future income based off of yes. his averages. Yes. yes. But, and, and he, he, he wants to buy his, um, his mother, a house and a car and, and the guy's literally bowling. Like he had to get his himself together. And this apparently was like oh, last month, whenever it was, it was the best month he's ever done. And he said, it, it's the most money he's ever made in his life. And then he's going on and on and on. And apparently when YouTube monetized him, they took his revenue and it was like $60,000 for that guy. He had a really, really good month. And it was 60 grand that he was banking on. And YouTube not only fucking demonetized him, but they, they took, took the six. They, they took the revenue. Yep. And, and these people are him, evil. They won't give him an answer. They didn't tell him what he violated. They just said, you are demonetized. So good. Do, do you do you what what kind of channel does he have? Do you know like what con- kind of content does he it's, put out? Okay, it's like it's like from what it looked like and what it sounded like, and from what people were saying in the chat because I was watching his live chat, like that that truther. He he's a Trump supporter, and apparently people were like, "Well, this is what happens when you're a, when you're a truther, or you're telling the truth." This is what happens when you're a Trump supporter. 
So um, I got to find if yeah, um, find out. I'd like to know what kind of content he because like it, it, it could be very possible that he puts out other content, but pe- people are aware because he puts out so much content. People are aware that uh, of his political stance and political views. Uh, that's that's a possibility as well. Uh, and I'd be interested if that were the case, if it was just his political stance or political views that got him nuked or if it's actually uh, him covering content. And I'd be like, all right, well, I mean, dude. I, I feel for you, trust me, because I feel like I, if they weren't censoring so much, I'd be pretty highly monetized on YouTube. We had 5,000 subscribers at the time of our yeah. nuking. You know, I'd feel like I'd be make, making some money. Not money as well. So hold on, sorry. I actually just found this thing. that, that It just started playing automatically. So his, his, um, uh, his channel is called Kingdom Reacts. And he has 477,000 subscribers. It looks like 1,200 videos. Welcome to the Kingdom Reacts channel where I bring you the best of reactions across a diverse range of topics as a creator. So he just does reaction videos. He doesn't do political content. I'm sure some of his, I'm sure some of his stuff is like liberals acting stupid and doing stupid things because it's such easy content to make. Um, I bet you that's some of his content. So like, all right. So some of his past videos is learning the truth. They can't cover this up. Is Obama not who we thought he was? And that was seven days ago. And then again, bingo. From, from the last seven days, yeah. Trump. Trump is Trump getting the black vote. Um, you know, Joe Biden got caught again. Trump won't go to jail. Trump gets his payback. Yeah. The Dems yeah. are turning on Biden. Yeah. He's yeah. That's that's a no no content on right. YouTube. Oprah and Rock asking I'm, for money for the people. So of, so, of so so I feel yeah. I feel his pain, dude. Like because you were you were doing something, you were making money, and they just took it from you. I feel your yeah. pain, but at the same time, um, you should have known at this point in the game that this is what YouTube does, and you should have figured like it. I think that's a silly. That was a silly bank on his point part like to see here and bank on this money like oh it's not mine yet but i'm getting it knowing how youtube operates yeah, knowing how, this, how that works knowing know how, how the works. censorship goes uh i'd be very interested to see how he grew his account uh like was it all was it always co- content like he like you just listed off or was it just regular reaction videos originally and then all of a sudden because he had this following he's like i'm gonna start talking about this stuff because i have a platform I'd, I'd be very interested to to know more about this guy's story, but I'm not surprised at all, dude. Like it, these companies are so they're, they're tyrants. They do not, they will stop at nothing to make sure that this message doesn't get out. And, and quite honestly, I love that cup, by the way, uh, the people radio. Well, we got to get those at back up and running. Um, but quite, quite honestly, um, the fact that he lasted so long and was able to make as much money doing what he was doing, talking about these things is, is surprising to me. Yeah. It really, it, it really is the fact that he was able to make that kind of money with the shows that you just listed off uh, and, and YouTube allowed it for as long as they, they allowed it. We, we literally lasted two, two episodes on Twitch Two, We made two episodes, two live episodes and we were banned immediately. We didn't put That's up wild. any other episodes beforehand. Media matters wrote articles about us on Twitch 
on Twitch. We had two episodes and they wrote a full article about how we're a QAnon show and we need to be removed. Right after they wrote that article, we were removed. I'm like, are you like, this is fucking crazy. I'm, I I sent it to my father and they did the same thing for Apple podcasts. Apple hasn't responded. Uh, you know, they, 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 but Apple didn't remove we, the people radio. No, they didn't remove any of the shows that were on the media matters list, which I give respect to Apple. Apple is one of our largest platforms where we get our most viewerships. Uh, on Apple Podcasts. I, I never really see Apple removing people. I see it more from Spotify. Spotify, we lasted two weeks. We literally, we, 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 right. our first, our first 10 months to a year, I, I would say, we weren't on podcast platforms. We were on YouTube only. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got it's like 5,000 subs on YouTube and they nuked us on YouTube. And as we were, luckily, I saw the writing on the wall. So I immediately ripped everything off of our YouTube and we were already in the process of putting all of our episodes on Rumble at yeah. that point. Uh, and then we got nuked because um, it was our it was we got a strike. And then once we got that strike, we got like 10 more strikes and like it, within that first strike and we were we were gone. Uh, but Spotify, we we got on podcast apps. Uh, we started uploading. We lasted literally two weeks on Spotify. Didn't even make it two weeks. Uh, and they took us off. We didn't get a notification, no email, no, you've been, you've been suspended. No, nothing. It's just, our account was wiped off the face of the earth. Doesn't exist. Uh, censorship is real, man. They're going to get, it's going to get worse. Emailed Spotify uh, multiple times. Try to get a response. No response. Nope. Uh, I've emailed Podbean. No response. I tried removing it from Podbean and putting it back up. Nothing. Nothing works. Uh, they they do not want this message put out there. And I sent this to my father. And I'm like, Dad, I'm like, I'm just a fucking pothead that's gang banging on the government. Like, I'm just calling out the bullshit. That's all I'm doing. Like, I'm not saying anything reckless. I'm not saying to, to get violent. I'm saying actually the complete opposite. Like, hey, let's not do that. Don't be right. fucking stupid. We don't promote violence. But uh, instead, they're trying to t- paint me out to be uh, uh, this crazy lunatic. And, 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 in reality, if I am really this crazy lunatic and I'm fucking nuts and I, I'm, I'm out here spouting bullshit and, and I should be in a sane asylum, why even bother censoring me? Like, you should right. just point and laugh. Like, look at the fucking idiot in the corner rather the than, than trying to silence me. Yeah, they, they and they're, it's going to get worse as we get closer to the election between, you know, YouTube. Oh, they're coming and, back. And, Nukes and are social, coming, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's it's going to happen. It's only a matter of time. The I, counts I'm, are going down. Uh, yes. I'm calling it right now. Uh, I'm very I'm very hopeful that I because we've had reports from Rumble that people have been unfollowed by Rumble and they've removed their follows from us. Uh, I, I, I got tons of messages about that. So I pray that Rumble stays uh, a free and open platform i i'm pretty sure it will be because of the of what they're making now based off the talents that they've actually went to contract with and signed um so i i i think i we 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 saw this with twitter it started out really good and i never never had faith in twitter neither did i neither did i i i i thought elon my gut was actually elon bought it to do what he wanted to do with it and at some point just show it as a as a loss of 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 income of of business do, do, you know doing business so i mean you know he he changed the name it's it, there's a lot of fuckery going on like it's still unfortunately probably the most popular platform as far as civil and uncivil discourse but you know sometimes with the uncivil discourse they'll they'll bang you for it 
I like have to watch myself because I'm I'm literally trying not to respond to anybody, and it sucks because all uh, the pe- all the people that had me blocked, like the DeSantis people that had me blocked, all now unblock me, and my entire feed is all of these cucks. Like oh, they, they did the same to me. Chris Nelson reopened. Chris decides to yes. block me and unblock me every week. Uh, yeah. It's fu- he's a fucking wacko. Mm-hmm. Um, but it. it you got to be careful. They're trying to, they're baiting us. They're trying to get us removed. They're trying to get us taken down. Uh, and I think that's part of the establishment's plan. Like they're like, yeah. oh, okay, we're not, it's, it's, we can bait them not just with stupid liberals, but they stop. We, we, a lot of people stop falling for that trick. Like a lot of people don't even engage with liberals anymore. Like, I, 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 I it's, in, and you don't want to know something, James? It's like on, in, in the, in the political um, atmosphere oh. right now. You have a better chance, unfortunately, with um, going and and having that back and forth with a liberal than you do with a DeSantis supporter because now the DeSantis accounts, I'm a victim of it and so are many other people, Mm -hmm. they're literally going to come and try to uh, nuke your account and then celebrate that they did it like a sick progressive. Oh, it's it's crazy. And the the censorship is so bad. So I tried to make – uh, so I, I, I started a, another show for the Jets. I have a Jets podcast every Monday at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern. We talk all things Jets and MMA as well. It's an MMA show as well. Um, but I tried to create socials for these shows, which I'm keeping completely separate. Like, like I don't want any they're, – they're, they're two separate things going on here. Right. Uh, so I'm trying to make socials for – you should be careful even mentioning the name on this show because it might get nuked. So, well, I'm already having issues. I'm already having tons and tons of issues already. Uh, it's fucking wild. It's complete. It, all we do is talk jets. Like I don't bring any an MMA. Like I don't bring any politics into it whatsoever. Like nothing. What issues are you having? So I try to make an Instagram account. First, I start on my computer because I figured my phone might be flagged. Right. I make an Instagram account and it immediately, as soon as I put in the email set up, do all the setup, everything that goes along with the creating the new account. First screen I see I hit done. Boom. Account suspended. Did you use a new email? Brand new email, brand new email. We created a, the email, the email was maybe five minutes old, dude. It was maybe five minutes old. It might be the actual IP address, but I've never created an account from from my computer and I've sent mm. tweets and I've done things from my computer, That's but I've wild. never created an account. So the account was suspended. It gets worse, Alan. It, it gets fucking worse. Uh, so I go to my phone. I try to make one on my phone. Not allowed. It, it, it just won't, won't let me. It, it just stays in a rotating screen. It just, it, for hours. And I, I, I let my phone sit there one time to see if it would actually go through. Nope. Never went through. Wow. Um, and so I had my co-host who's not political at all. Uh, you know, very normie when it, he, he, he understands what's going on. Trump guy. He understands a little bit, but very, very normie when it comes yeah. to a lot of stuff. Um, and he makes the account. I'm like, all right, cool. Give me the login information. Cause it's a brand new account. I just want to see, right. we might as well test this now before the account gets any growth. And, sure. and, and I try to take over the account and do things with it. And it gets nuked because of what I, my, my regular job is. He gives me the login information, will not let me log in. 
it will not let me log in. I cannot, yeah. I can I cannot get into this account. And now, and now, and now he goes to change the password to see if yeah. the password change will work. Won't let him change the password. It won't let him change the password. And this is completely separate from Paul. Like literally like it, it, it was very difficult. Keith, Keith Oberman, who's the biggest piece of shit in the world mm-hmm. today, in the world when it comes to anything. Yep. Uh, he put out a tweet because Aaron Rodgers is our quarterback and he's very anti-vax. Right. Uh, he's very outspoken about the Epstein client list. Like he's based as fuck. I, I was very yeah. happy that he was our quarterback. Um, and Keith Oberman was out there bragging, like celebrating the fact that he got hurt because he's so because he's an anti-vaxxer. Uh, Probably didn't even want him to have medical attention because he's unvaccinated. And uh, and I wanted to put a, a pl- very you know politically motivated comment on that page, but I decided not to. I, w- I went back to my We the People page to make that comment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you have to be careful. You got to be careful because if you have um, several accounts, like. And you mean to you? Oh, you, I got something I want to post it quick, and then you oh, accidentally post I, yep. it. I've, I've. So with the cigar page, I, I don't, I don't put political posts on there. You know, I'll, I'll, not like heavy duty political or anything like that. And I, I did once, but I caught it right away. Like it was, a, it was a hardcore political. I think it was a reel yes. or a story or so, or it was a reel. And I quick, like it wasn't even up for two seconds, and I deleted it. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I meant to put that on on my. Yep. My oh, absolutely. Instagram, Absolutely. You know, but just the but, fact that they go through that much trouble, like this, like to, to, to ban me from using social media, which this type type of activity really leads me to believe that I'm going to get nuked at some point. Uh, yeah. This is why they're not letting me make another account um, or have access to another account. So uh, when is the football show? When do you do that? Every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so three Pacific, we do a, a a football show, hour and a half, two hours talking. Are you on football. Rumble or is it just YouTube? Uh, it's on Rumble, but it's it's on YouTube. That's our main channel. That's what I, we're advertising um, for sports. You know, we had it was actually crazy how much that channel has already grown, and we get people in the chat already. It's wild. Yeah, uh, it's, I mean, you know, it's, it's uh, it, 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 but it's 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 wild because you know we had that we 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 were doing very well on YouTube with this show. Yeah, and I I I feel like if we weren't banned, we'd have a very large like we had five thousand subscribers on YouTube, which I was more proud of than the large following they had on any, any social media because YouTube right. is one of the hardest channels to grow. It is. Uh, it is. It, it's very difficult. So uh, I I feel like if 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 we made it to where we're, we're still at now, we'd have a massive following on on YouTube and doing the live channel, it would be uh, a very popping chat and it'd be a lot of fun. Uh, to be doing that, but YouTube will not let us put up content. And I get treated like Alex Jones. I'm actually surprised and I'm very intrigued to see what happens with uh, the episode that the two do men put out. They put it out on, in, in multiple parts on YouTube and see if it, it does get taken down because yeah. most people that I have me on as a guest, they don't put the, 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 no. the show up on YouTube anymore because I've had so many channels get taken down because I was their guest. So it wasn't my channel, but and this is going back when I first started, when you had come on with me, when I was on YouTube, that, but it took them, it took them about, it took them a few months, but they never You were the last me. one. Everybody they, else they got hit t- right away. Yeah. They never touched any other episode. And then they took the episode down that you were in. And we, I don't even think we went crazy on anything that episode. And then shortly after that channel got taken down and I had started another channel, YouTube, I just won't do it. I, I'm not going to invest the time just for them because <clears throat> I was trying to. But then they would let the episode stay up, but immediately get the notification that the episode could not be monetized. 
So I'm not going to bother. Like, Rumble's cool. The, my, like my, the Rumble channel grows. I got some great people that jump in the chat in the morning. And it's yeah, you're, the, you're, your show in the morning is getting crazy views, the, dude. It's fucking the, awesome. The, the, the viewership does all right. And I see a little bit of ad revenue that's building up. And uh, not that I'm there to make money with it, but it, it's it's cool to see that Rumble's not playing the games that YouTube is playing. And I, I that's what I, 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 I hope is the case stay that way. I, I hope it's I hope that's the case. Uh, I think it will be. I, I, I do. Uh, but I've been burned before. So uh, nothing uh, surprises me with these evil fucks and what they're capable of. And yeah, uh, but also at the same time, I, I really think we're starting to come out the other side. And, you know, the narrative is starting to change and, uh, you know, a lot of things are coming out and I think they're on purpose. And I do want to get into that because we didn't really talk about uh, the big interview last week because we didn't have a show. Um, But Larry Sinclair going on Tucker Carlson, which, you know, if you've listened to this show, it's something that we've retreaded many times. And I don't want to go into detail too much with it. The interview is fantastic. Uh, I think Tucker Carlson did a, a great job. Uh, and asked some really good questions. Uh, but the one thing that stood out to me in that interview was something that I was not aware of. Um, I was not aware that when he, Larry Sinclair reached out to the Obama administration, because he never wanted to blow the whistle. Like he never wanted to go public. He tried yeah, to reach he out. blow the whistle. Yeah. He wanted to blow Obama. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he wanted, he wanted to keep it quiet. He, all he wanted was Barry to, be more truthful and honest about his crack cocaine use. Um, and the and for men blowing. No, he, he didn't even care about the, the, the gay sex. And that's what, what stood out to him when this phone call happened. So he reached out to the, the uh, Obama campaign was like, Hey, listen, like I did, I, I, I did a bunch of crack cocaine with Barry. Like, can you be more honest uh, about that rather than uh, being quiet and just saying, Oh yeah, you tried cocaine one time. Right. Uh, you know, come out and say, like, I've done it as recently as 1999. Um, I've smoked crack. He, that's mm-hmm. what he wanted. He didn't mention anything about sex. Didn't mention anything about him having any intimate relationship with old Barry. Uh, it was only about the drugs. And he got a phone call from a guy who is unnamed, who he later figured out who it was via voice and because of the amount of conversations that they had. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but was like, hey, uh, we're not going to mention anything about the drugs or the sex. And he's like, wait a second. Like, I didn't tell you guys I had sex with Barry. I didn't tell you guys shit. Uh, and he had this conversation with this guy. And this guy later on told him that he was very intimate with Barry for a very long period of time. They were in that's an intimate, re- guy. intimate relationship. This is the guy that's on the phone call. And we come to find out it's a guy named Donald Young. Donald Young was a pastor at Trinity Church. Uh, a, a church that Barry attended did a big public public uh, press conference about leaving the church. But that was uh, in was that is that church in Chicago? Yeah, it's in Chicago. Okay, it's, so, okay. it's, it's, it's in Chicago, uh, and he he did, he told everybody he's leaving, going to find a new church. Uh, but then he later denied being a member of that church, um, which is not not out of character for these people they they tend to think that we forget or the internet forgets uh and pretend things never happened but the uh evidence is is all of there uh barry was a member of this church um here was actually it's wild he did uh like a, a celebration at that church 
for when he was running for office. And hold on, where is it? Was there it for go. Senate or, or president? I, I believe it was for president, but he did a uh, something at Trinity Church and they were like he uh, and they edited it. They edited the footage later on so poorly. So this is the footage that is being played now uh, when when you when you go and look it up and look at how bad this this edit job is. And tell me what you think that I'm not going give, to give it give it up. Tell me what you think he was going to say. Congregation in Chicago, Trinity United Church of Christ. Born in Hawaii, raised in into New York, educated at Columbia University, Harvard Law School. Born in Hawaii, raised in into New York, educated at Columbia University, Harvard Law School. Senator Obama has served as a church-based organizer, as a teacher of constitutional law, as a civil rights lawyer. He served in the Illinois State Senate and in 2004 was elected to the United States Senate. In all of those settings, he has given eloquent testimony to the way in which family and faith So did you catch that little edit job that they did? Yes. Yes. Born in Hawaii, raised in Indo, New York. Right. Right. Indonesia, you mean? (laughs) Raised in Indo, New York. Uh, Like they, they, they edit it. And then, and then he, he, he went out and he did a, uh, a whole presser in Indonesia or in, uh, in South Dakota, all about actually my buddy lives in South Dakota. Um, After, the National Press Club uh, episode. Uh, I, as I said, I've had a long conversation with Michelle uh, Big and also had a long conversation with Reverend Moss and we prayed on it. Uh, and, uh, you know, my interest has never been to try to politicize this or put the church in a position where it is subject to the same rigors and demands of a presidential campaign. Uh, my suspicion at that time, and Michelle, I think, shared this concern, was that it was going to be very difficult to continue uh, our membership there so long as I was running for president. Oh, uh, in the or pulpit, maybe because you're uh, having that, a gay relationship with a Donald unfairly pastor. mocked and characterized Senator Clinton in ways that I think are unacceptable. Um, it's also clear that Reverend Moss and the church have been suffering from all the tension my campaign has visited on them. Uh, it's not fair to the other members of the church who seek to worship in peace. So our faith remains strong, and uh, I expect that we will find another church home for our family. We wish only the best uh, for uh, our friends uh, and the, the wonderful people at Trinity. Uh, they'll be in our thoughts, and they'll be in our prayers, and hopefully uh, with this decision, uh, they will be in a position to get back to doing what they do, which is worshiping God. Which you don't. Uh, and hopefully uh, when uh, we join our next church, we will be in a position to do what we would like to do at church, which is to worship and fellowship and reflect on our faith. So he was a member of this I have, a thought. I have a thought. I think he was a member of the church. And He's I think a- the... He was a big yeah. member of the church. Uh, he, I mean, he was a yeah. senator while he was a member of the church. Big Mike was a big member of the church. 
So <laughs> I think it was use the excuses he's running for president to leave the church. But I, what I really think is that the congregation was really tired of Barry Hussein Obama turning the uh, confessional booths into glory holes. And like we, he has to stop making glory holes in the confessional booths. We've had enough. I think we I, lost your audio. Oh, no, you're good. I, I, we've had enough. And um, they're, they're confessional booths. They're not glory holes. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to leave. And I think that's the real reason he had to leave. It, uh, well, I know. I think it has direct relationship with that actual relationship with him and Donald Young. And then, how did the guy die? So. I have right here the murder weapon, the report. A man who worked as a choir conductor and school teacher is found shot to death. The victim, 47-year-old Donald Young. Good evening, everyone. Young's death has been ruled a homicide. His body was discovered yesterday morning inside his south side home at 2320 East 69th Street. ABC 7's Michelle Gallardo is here now with more on the case and how Young is being remembered tonight. Michelle? Ravi, Donald Young was the fourth of eight siblings. He was, according to those who loved him, the type of person who didn't take life for granted. He lived every day to the fullest. So whether it was in the Southside classroom where he taught or at church conducting the choir every Sunday, Young made an impression on those who met him. Made a real good impression on old Barry. He was one of those success stories Trinity in terms United of the church whom the average person would look at and say he doesn't have a chance. And yet, before his death, Donald Young succeeded mightily. Among other things, he was a choir conductor at Trinity United Church of Christ mm -hmm. for many years. This amateur video shot just last week shows him doing what for him wasn't a profession, but a calling. He came to our church as a 12-year-old uh, he didn't, and he was not brought by mother and father. Kind of, he just came because of the other kids and became sure. active in the church. Sure. The church became Young's extended family. Sure. When news of his killing came during Sunday morning services, Reverend Wright tells us many parishioners got up and went straight to Young's home. This third floor apartment on the 2300 block of East 69th Street is where Young was found by his roommate, shot to death. He was a person who believed in loving people with God love, agape love that a lot of us don't, unconditional love. Young was also a fifth grade teacher at Guggenheim Elementary. And tonight, family spokesperson Dennis Cole told us Young had just finished a double master's in early child education and math. His ambition. I think Barry Obama took one look at him and said, look at the lungs on that guy. Look at the mouth on that guy. Exactly. Yeah. That's horrible. It's horrible that the guy got caught up. I mean, again, there's no coincidences. This guy needed to be hushed. Why are all these young, young in shape black guys dying around Barack Obama? There's, there's, there's a glaring piece of information that was never mentioned. Now we don't have the end of the, I don't have the end of the report. Uh, it could have been mentioned later on. So I'm not sure, but it seemed like uh, they weren't going to mention it. But I, I think that when they're talking about the church, it, it's a big piece of information that at the time a U.S. senator was a member of or uh, a, a high, whether he's a U.S. senator at the time or a presidential candidate at the time when he was shot and killed. Uh, that's a pretty big fucking deal. Uh, like, oh, yeah, this guy who's an important member of our government attends there 
uh, and the choir guy was shot and murdered. Like, don't you think that there'd be a little heightened security? Well, I don't know. Was was Barack Obama, was he shot at the time Barack Obama was still going to that church? Or he he had not? It seemed like Barry stepped away from that church while he was running for president. Like, they right. So, what year was this guy shot? Uh, let's let's take a look. I mean, uh, that looked like an old. I mean, it could have been. It is just very weird. Let's see. Um, I don't know if Barack Obama had a house next to Oprah in uh, in two thousand in two thousand and seven. He was murdered. 2007. So okay. So while Barack Obama was running for president, while he was running for president, December of 2007. So right, right before he was about to. to so don't you think that would be a very big piece of information? Hey, the guy who's running as the Democrat. Like this is not like. Uh, no, it, he's the incumbent at this point because his, the election was in 2007. For the two, he took yeah, over. Well, when did he die? He. I mean, he he could. Did he get elected yet? December of 2007. So he's been elected in November. He's been elected. He was so right? like, was he not? Because he took over in 2008. Right. January of 2008. So Barack Obama has since since left that church. He's he's left that church. But like, hey, Barack Obama used to attend this church is a pretty big piece of fucking information and news. So, all right. Hold on. Hold on. When was the when was the guy shot? Uh, it says December of 2000, uh, December of 24th, 2007. So, so then, all right, I don't want to be, so in November of 2007, that's when Barack Obama was elected. He was the president elect and then got inaugurated in 2008. Did he take, did he take control in 2008? Is that not? Well, yeah, yeah. So if he got, if he got, right, if he got, he got elected in 2007. Or what did he take over in 2009? No, I believe no. It was 08. Yeah, that's what I thought. Right. That's what I thought. Uh, now and now I'm retarded. Hold on. Hold on a second. This is like. I'll be honest with you. I, I'm kind of retarded. Hold on a second. Hold on. No, 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 no. He was. You know, he ran. In, no, it was before. He ran in 2008. He was inaugurated January 21st, 2009. That's what I thought, right? He took office in 09. So, but still, he's running for office at this point. He's running right. for presidency. So he may not have stepped down at this, stepped away from the church at this point then. He may still be a member of this church at this point. The bigger question I'd like to know is he lived in an apartment with a roommate. He was a fifth grade teacher and he just finished a double master's. He worked, all right, he worked as a fifth grade teacher. He was a, he, he was a, the choir director at the, at the church. I'm wondering though if anybody just looked into the finances of his education and how they were paid, if they were student loans, if they were paid for by did he have That's a very good question. That's I a, wonder I wonder who paid for his education. Double masters. According to Larry Sinclair, his mother is is questioning his relationship with old Barry. He she's 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 confirmed that there was an intimate relationship with Barry. Who who was that? Uh, Donald Young's mother, she oh. she thinks there's some some deeper deeper foul play going on. According to Larry, uh, this is all according to Larry. So she didn't speak out, did she? Uh, not that I know of. You um, know, it's 
at this point, is it surprising? No, not no. not at all. Not not at all. Hold on a second. I'm looking. So, Black Rain Patriot he has what an eight point seven million dollar property in Oahu. Yep. So, so she she she's uh, put out an article saying Mom fears son was slain to protect the secrets of pal who became president. You know what's wow. You know what's going to be great? The next Tucker interview that's supposed to drop on the 19th with Malik Obama. Yep. Now, Malik Obama, I can kind of like, I I look at him and it, when Barack was president, he had him at the White House a bunch of times. You know, he's a half brother and everything. Not a bunch of times, but a handful of times. Well, I mean, I, I think it was... Yeah, he didn't spend a ton of time there. Like he still lived in a mud hut uh, right. while Barack was president. I'm just wondering. I, I, it's going to be interesting to see what he says. Is he looking for notoriety? Is he clout chasing for something? Is does he have an axe to grind? Is he going to have like so real info to 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 give? You know, I'm, I'm, it's going to be interesting that interview. I'm very interested for that that interview, and I've I've always taken Malik's info with a grain of salt. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, the same time I've known about Malik before a lot of people were really talking about him uh, because of the Dinesh D'Souza documentary, Barack's America, right. Barry's America, uh, and he went over to Kenya and interviewed him uh, about Barack's relationship with his father, uh, about Barack's relationship with him. Uh, and Barack being a communist. Uh, and he was very outspoken about, you know, he's like, listen, he met my father once. He literally met him once. Uh, knows nothing about my father. He's like, my father was an anti-colonialist. He goes, he goes, why, why are places like South Korea now, now doing great and modernized where they were shitholes not that long ago? Yeah. Um, and places like Kenya are fucking shitholes and I'm the bro brother of the president of the United States and I live in a mud fucking hut. Like, why is this happening? This doesn't make sense. Oh, because South Korea, they allowed other countries to come in and help and colonize the place. Oh, wonder why. And, and his father was a, a anti, very big anti-colonialist, a very big communist. Uh, and I, I'd be very interested to see uh, if he speaks on uh, how his father and Barack's mother met. Yeah. Uh, they met in a Russian speaking class. That's where they met. Right. And I, I've always speculated that they're both because of who uh, her mother, her, her parents are Robert Dunham, who's a known CIA op. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not hidden that he was involved in the CIA. He's cousins with the Bushes. Um, and Poppy Bush is the head of the CIA. Uh, so it would not it's not a far stretch or uh, out of pocket to come out and say, hey, maybe they were taking rush, both taking Russian speaking classes because they both worked for the CIA and we're in the height of the Cold War. Sure. And it'd be a very good tool for U.S. spies or CIA operatives to know how to speak Russian fluently. Uh, so it's very possible that they met as a part of a CIA operation learning how to speak Russian. And this is why Barry was literally created as a Manchurian candidate mm. uh, 
groomed to grow into who he is today. I mean, there's a reason why his mentor was Frank Marshall Davis, a, a card carrying communist. And then his second mentor, who was a professor at Harvard, was so radical that he got kicked out of the socialist regime of Brazil. That's how radical he was. And when, then went back to teach at Harvard. Um, these are his yeah, mentors. It's, it's a lot of interesting twists and moving parts there. Those are all facts. Like those are yeah, all yeah, yeah. from Barry's own words. Like this is not uh, something that's made up. Barry talks right. about it in Dreams of My Father in his book, uh, talking about his father that he only met once. So I, I'd be very interested to see what Malik says about Barry's relationship with his father. And maybe if he brings up the relationship between uh, his father and Barry's mother. Um, I'd like to hear, you know, he, Bar- uh, Malik has continually post on social media pictures of Barack Obama's Kenyan uh, birth certificate, which yeah. I find fascinating because Donald Trump got in such hot water with Barack Obama before he even announced he was running for president, sitting at his Trump off Trump Trump Tower desk uh, in New York City talking about from very credible sources that Barack Obama's birth certificate is a fake. And you have Malik posting pictures of a birth certificate from Kenya. We can't, we cannot validate it. But what I do know is the woman who did verify Barack's birth certificate in the United States, his Hawaiian birth certificate, Loretta Fuddy died in a very mysterious way. Uh, a plane crashed. Everybody lived in the plane except for her. And the video shows what looks like a little frogman coming up out of the water, pulling her underneath the water. Uh, and it's very, like, very, a guy filmed the whole thing on a GoPro. It's fucking wild. And, uh, and, and there's that question. So then you have him yeah. posting all these pictures. And I hope, I hope Tucker is smart enough to ask that question about that picture that he keeps posting. He posts pictures of Barack and, you know, Kenyan tribe gear. Uh, You know, when Dinesh D'Souza went to go speak to Barack's grandmother, the tribe grandmother in Kenya, uh, they were told that they were they had to leave. Otherwise, they were going to be killed. Like he had to get the fuck out of there. This is how much they're protecting this woman in Kenya. Uh, Why? Why go through all this trouble if there's nothing to hide? If if everything's on the up and up, like why go through all that trouble? So, yeah. I think that interview could 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 produce some bombshells. Um, you know, it's very possible. We were we were told uh, about photos, uh, uh, very damaging photos that might surface of Barack Obama holding an AK forty seven, doing disgusting things. Um, that would be interesting. We were we were told that that possibility uh, in full Kenyan garb, like full Kenyan tribe gear. Um, so I, I, I would be, you know, and, and Malik has posted a bunch of pictures of Obama wearing, you know, the Kenyan tribe gear. Uh, I understand how, how he hasn't turned up dead this guy. But, but tell, tell me, tell, I, I agree with you. That's another, that's a one thing. That's one of the reasons why I take what he has to say with a, a grain of salt. Uh, but also he's very outspoken. He's like, I'm not suicidal. I'm not, uh, you know, all, all these things that. It would raise a lot of red flags if he turned up dead. Uh, it really oh, would. Yeah, I mean, it, they they wouldn't, you know, make it look like a suicide. It may be a tragic yeah. accident. A- absolutely, a- absolutely. Uh, I, I'm it would with- be so obvious. Oh, all of a sudden, Malik I, Obama was going to do it. And same reason, the same reason I question uh, Alex Jones. Like, how is he still alive after filming uh, Bohemian Grove and blowing the whistle on that? Like, how is he still around? to speak and tell stories like they shot bill cooper in his front fucking yard after after 9 11 um yeah 
it, it, it makes no sense. And Bill Cooper was very outspoken about Alex Jones. Um, but I'm very, I, I'm, I'm very intrigued by this interview. I think Tucker Carlson has been doing, I got to give credit. I've been very hard on Tucker Carlson throughout the years. I've called him Cucker Carlson, but he has been slaying lately. He's been absolutely killing it. The muzzle has been taken off. I mean, when you go from, man, he said it himself. He said it at, at, the, one, at least on the Adam one. Show. On the Adam Carolla show, he's, he yeah. said but But he also said it at a speech. He said, you know, it, it's it's amazing what they'll allow and, you know, what they won't allow you to do, you know, and he he was upset about that, and now he feels free. Hold on. Uh, I, I just saw you comment, Black Rain Patriot. Same said, same question. I don't know. I, I didn't see a question talking, if there was no talking about uh, oh. why he's still alive. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I, he has the same question. Uh, um, yeah, I, I just don't get it. So that I mean, I, I'm with it would you. Be, it would be too obvious right now because there's not not that it's not that it's everywhere. The whole Barack Obama. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. It's everywhere. Everywhere. But you know, the mainstream media doesn't isn't going to talk about it. So you have the normies that aren't going to really be speaking about the whole Barack Obama being gay, or they're just going to be like, "Oh, this is just bullshit." Tucker Carlson propaganda and blah blah blah. But it would it would it would be obvious even if his uh, you know Malik. Obama ended up dead in a tragic accident. It would just be, there would be too much to, to explain and it would bring too much heat or at least questions for the, uh, the Obamas themselves. I mean, look, look at the work they had to do to, to, to push the different narratives and to sweep the, uh, the, the story of the, uh, of the chef that, that drowned at Martha's Vineyard, you know, which is now no one ever talks about it anymore. No one talks about it at all. No, no, no. absolutely. No, 100%. And, and it's, it's not a coincidence that he's been silenced. It's not a coincidence uh, that this Donald Young was shot in his apartment. Uh, and, and I, I saw uh, uh, Greg uh, Stitchfield or Gutfield or whatever. I always get his name wrong. Um, he did a, uh, a report the other day and they were asking why now with all this, Barry information. I don't know who he was interviewing, but he had a great answer. Uh, the allegations uh, that have come out in the media in the last few weeks really were around for years. David Garrow's book that had the quote where Obama said he makes love to men in his imagination came out several years ago. And of course, Larry Sinclair was uh, from way back in 2008. So the, the fact that these are coming to the surface tells you that uh, I think there's something going on in Obama world. And I make the case that I believe that Joe Biden is on his way out. I think that's pretty much the consensus. Nobody really believes he'll be the candidate in 2024 because of health, because of corruption, because of his terrible record. And I make the case in my film and book that Michelle has been pretty much copying Barack Obama's path to the White House. Barack had a voter registration organization in Chicago called Project Vote before he ran for president. Michelle founded something called When We All Vote that's supported right. by the Soros Group for 26 million bucks. She's been running around the country registering people for several years. Barack wrote two autobiographies, Dreams from My Father and The Audacity of Hope. Sure enough, Michelle wrote two autobiographies, Becoming and The Light We Carry. They're also on Netflix as, as TV specials. And of course, Barack was the keynote speaker who introduced John yeah. Kerry at the 2004 Democrat convention. Uh, sure enough, Michelle introduced Joe Biden at the 2020 Democrat convention. So Joel Gilbert. Um, yeah, that's he, who it is. If you want to hear him uh, longer, well, one his his I hear his book is really good. Uh, 
and he has a lot to say about Michelle Obama. He's on Roger Stone's show quite often. Uh, Roger's pretty close with him, and um, he's had him on for different segments talking about this. And one of the things that Joe Gilbert had said, <clears throat> like how he introduced Joe Biden, uh, Michelle Obama. Big Mike! Um, the Democrat National Convention is, uh, I forget when they say it's going to be, but I think it's in Chicago, in their home city, I believe. I believe it is. And the telltale sign, like maybe it's a lock that they're going to attempt to make Michelle Obama the nominee, is if Michelle Obama ends up being the keynote speaker at the DNC. Because what he's saying about the two autobiographies, the the the, the voting uh, organization, um, the keynote speaker, and it, like just following the same cookie-cutter mold that Barack Obama, um, then there, again, may be a chance. 2024 in Chicago. When is August, it? August 19th, 2024 in Chicago. Right. So if... If Michelle Obama is the keynote speaker at the DNC, then it's there's a good shot that there's going to be something happening. Oh, she's running. I think I, I've been saying that I thought she was going to be the 2020 candidate. But uh, now seeing how the timeline has played out, I can understand why. I'm not uh, convinced I, yet. That, that donuts, but I, I think it's Big Mike. I'm I'm a strong and I know your friend Roger is 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 on that train as well. He said it on our show. Yeah, uh, not I'm, that just, long ago. I'm just not 100 percent convinced yet. I'm just I, I, I just look at the the landscape of everything and they have nothing else to throw out there. They have they're backed against the wall. Like they're losing control right in front of our eyes. And it's it's amazing. It's amazing to see. Like they they um they are losing control of the narrative. Uh there has never been more distrust in the government ever. Right. Never been more distrust in the media ever. There's never been more distrust in big pharma ever and there's never been more big uh, distrust in, in in entertainment uh in uh the agriculture like people are getting away from processed foods like there's a big movement to get away from processed foods uh you know their their narrative is crumbling on every set and every agenda that they're trying to push on us and have been for decades uh it's it's crumbling so, so i just wanted to in, in my chat over here justine J. you're right yeah yeah you don't accidentally fuck up in multiple speeches saying that you were born in kenya when senator and call your wife michael we've seen the whole oh yeah me and michael and i and and then intolerant leftists is over here yeah possible this is coming out as all this stuff about the obamas as a preemptive strike to keep big mike from running to try to kind of smear the obama name which is possible i mean who knows who's you know the, the thinking of people and then he also said, uh, uh, pretty late to join the race. I would say yes. However, I, this, we're still up in the air if anything's going to happen to Joe Biden. Whether it's he, – if he, if he does leave office, if he leaves office due to a medical condition, if he uh, leaves office because of the indictment of his son, if he leaves office for uh, any other reason, um, they're going to have to scramble and find somebody. Apparently – there was a speech the other day or he, he was given oh no maybe it wasn't a speech there was a there was an article going around that apparently joe biden was emotional and very uh frustrated um about the potential indictment of hunter about from that uh i'm that sure prosecutor and, um, and part of me part of me alan part of me thinks that Hunter is going to squeal. Maybe. Hunter is going to think that Hunter is going to connect Joey Bag of Donuts 
to the big guy. But they're going to have to have something because what they're looking to indict him for doesn't seem like it's anything of like like substance. So unless they're coming up with something else or they're going to come up with something else where they have to pressure him to the point is of – Hunter, you're going to spend the rest of your life in prison unless you have something for us, or he's been cooperating, which we've I, talked about. That's that's the case. I think that I truly do. I none of it makes sense, Alan. It doesn't. It doesn't add up. The and why are his story. lawyers? His lawyers are 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 uh, uh, separating from him, and they're using the excuse. Some of them, I don't know how many, separated from. Um, that they might be called as witnesses in other cases. Yep, yep. It's very, very odd. The whole entire thing, uh, it, it doesn't make sense at all. And um, I don't buy it. it. It smells like a duck, quacks like a duck. It's probably a fucking duck. And that's what I think. I think Hunter is, has been squealing the entire time. I think he's been paying back his father for all the mistreatment that he got growing up. Uh, most likely abused because that's what happened. Look at Ashley Biden. Um, you know, there you see the text messages, the fact that he had his father saved in his phone as Pedo Pete. Uh, that was his name he had saved for his dad after we just found out about all of his aliases that have Pete in it. Um, yeah. You know, it, that's, it, that's another thing, too. But hold on. I, I want to I want to comment on that. But hold on. I don't know how uh, state filing deadlines will play into late announcements. I guess maybe it goes state by state. I, I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure on that. And just is Kamala eligible to be to be president, commander in chief. She's vice president. So just that alone, she's she she holds the office of vice president. So if Joe Biden would be to remove from office, Kamala Harris would become president. But, but that's 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 the thing with these crazy nut jobs like look at what they did to to get hillary in uh in the dnc uh in 2016 look at how far they went bernie won bernie won oh, the primary. he won the primary in the dnc and somehow hillary clinton was the nominee well uh, th- th- this is why i pose the question if because the rnc in my opinion, is is just as bad, and they're you know they're just disgusting. Yeah. If they end up trying to do that, if he when he wins the primary, if they try to disqualify him at the RNC level, which I I don't think they would. Um, I think I think they would. There are people that would want that that want that to happen. I would want it. People that want that to happen, but I think they would be scared to bring it that far because if they did bring it that far then Republicans would never win an election again because the party would be done. Done. It'd be over. You're not, you're not (laughs) dealing with a bunch of Bernie bros. Like you're not dealing with people that support Bernie Sanders and would roll over and, and die if they were told to roll over and die uh, by the establishment. Like you're, you're, you're dealing with people that a lot of them, yes, are going to wear masks. A lot of them are going to get vaccinated. uh, But when it comes to, uh, stealing uh, the vote from Donald Trump, they're never going to vote for that party again. They're never, they're already calling, there's people already calling for a split from the party. There's people already who already want it. Um, Which and- would never work out mathematically. Like you remember when, when Donald Trump, okay. When, when he, when he left office and so many people were like, Hey, you should start the Patriot party and, and have a third party. And then there were the rumors that Donald Trump is going to do it. Bring back and, and he didn't for for a reason because mathematically it would be a complete failure. And you have the Democrats 
drooling over, yes, do that, do that, because you split the party. It's over. It's, you are. It's over. That's why that's 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 why the Democrats love libertarians because they steal a lot of votes from Republicans. Uh, in many cases, um, the a strong libertarian candidate like uh, like Ron Paul stole a lot of Republican votes. Uh, right. because, you know, I I think Ron Paul would have been a, a great president. We wouldn't have be taxed. We you know he'd go back to the Constitution. Things would be fucking great. Uh, but he didn't have what Donald Trump has. I think Ron Paul is a brilliant man. Is a was a great senator, but didn't have the funds or the right charisma that Donald Trump has to take on this establishment. Um, I, I will say though, just to if um, I, if. If the RNC <clears throat> decided, you know, to pull up some rule to disqualify Trump after winning the primary, then the the Republican you think the Republican Party is split now? It's it's the Republican Party will not exist anymore. And that's what and they want. It will it will just every Republican, most Republicans that hold office would end up losing elections because there would be so much bitterness. And it would take, I think it would take a lifetime to pull the party back together and salvage it. That at that point, it, it would just be. It's it's really what we need to do. Here's what we need to do. Because I don't think separating the party, splitting the party is what's the answer. I think what the answer is, is removing the party from the uniparty. Uh, that's what we need to do. We need to separate the Republican Party from the Uniparty. The only separation that we need, yeah. because because look at our leadership. Uh, look at what's going on with Kevin McCarthy. Matt Gates stepped up and finally called uh, for for. Uh, no, he 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 mentioned it. He mentioned yeah. it, and I and I I'm going to get into that. But just what you just said. Separate the Uniparty from the Republican Party, and the only unfortunate way to do that is to now seek out every member of Congress who's a Republican who is deemed the Uniparty, meaning they are establishment through and through, and they just toe the line, and they end up voting with Dems or whatever it is. Is, is they all have to be voted out, and that machine is the machine that we're fighting, and and they're, and they're rigging it against us bigly. So but between that and then you have these gutless people like Kevin McCarthy and others, or, you know, I'm sorry, but you have these firebrands. Listen, what should be happening right now in Congress, a, mo a motion to vacate. So all you need is, a, is one motion to vacate to get the vote going. And, and they may not have the votes to do it, but it could send a message or they could whip the votes to do it and get rid of Kevin McCarthy now they have to figure out who's going to who's going to be speaker of the house. But I'll tell you what, when this was going down, Alan, when this was going down with the, the whole speaker vote, mm -hmm. we 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 watched it. I think we did a watch party for for the votes uh, and uh, we called it on the show. We were like, this is going to happen. He's going to be a, he's not going to do what he's supposed to. And he's going to be a piece of shit. Yeah. And, and he, he hasn't he hasn't done pretty much anything that he I mean, he, he where's the listen, Where's the 48,000 hours of tapes? This whole – between that and this is why even those people that, that forced the vote to go 15 times, to me right now, and I've been very vocal about this, 
they are all useless. From the Marjorie Taylor knee pads to pinchy face Lauren Bobert, who I think Lauren Bobert is, is completely done. She she is not going to she, no, she's, she's not winning another election. No, she's garbage. Marjorie uh, Taylor Greene is a great fundraiser. Unfortunately, she's there. She's doing what she's doing. She's got the endorsement. She's got she's, the support. McCarthy but, bitch. And and you know she has she has a play. You know, Trump is doing what he needs to do with her. Unfortunately, she's out of all of them. Probably the biggest fundraiser as far as like these fire brands go. Um, but I think but, she's in Marty's pocket. But none of them, none of them are doing anything. And what should be happening right now is the real America first congressional re- Republicans should be, we're shutting the government down. And we have terms. They need to hold Congress hostage. And whether it's what I don't even care what the terms are. The terms could be releasing the forty-four thousand hours of tapes to the American public, unredacted and unrestricted, to as bold as we're shutting down the government and we're not voting on anything until President Biden pardons Donald Trump on both federal indictments to show that he's not scared of running against his political opposition because he has said that he wants to run against Donald Trump. Joe Biden has said that on numerous occasions. Well, then put your money where your mouth is and those two federal indictments, pardon them right away and say, this is not what we're doing in our country to a presidential candidate. And there are so many other things. They'll never do. I, I want to see the government shut down through the new year. That's what I want to see. I want to shut it. I don't care who it affects financially. I don't care about people on government assistance. Nope. I care about the money that we're sending to Ukraine, another billion dollars, 300 million of it being earmarked for law enforcement for areas that are uh, liberated from Russian control. Sounds like they want to start just brown posse, a brown, brown shirt Gestapo's in, in Ukraine, yep. among other things. I'm, so I'm, I'm done with it. <laughs> no, I, I, I saw so I so I saw a rant that Sam Tripoli had with Brian Callen on their conspiracy social show, which is one of my favorite shows on the internet. Because uh, Brian Callen's a super normie and tries to, you know, say how these conspiracy theories aren't real, and he he gets dunked on every single day, and it's hysterical. Um, but he was going on about how. We're sending all these billions of dollars to Ukraine. Hundreds of billions of dollars are being sent to Ukraine. Another billion just got sent. And Maui, which is the United States of America, which everybody seemed to forgot about already. Like nobody's talking about Maui anymore. Uh, Those kids, those thousands of kids, we don't even know how many are dead. No one, no mentions whatsoever. Um, They get not 100 bucks household. They, they get nothing, and then the state is trying to buy the fucking land. And, so, and- so that that billion dollars, it hasn't gone yet back over to Ukraine. That that is something that they want, and I believe now that is something that has to get voted on in Congress. And this is one of the things that should be not voted on at all. Yep. What are we doing with Maui? What are we doing with Alejandro Mayorkas? What are we doing with Meritless Garland? What are we doing in East Palestine, Ohio? What are we doing? Shut it down. We need to to hit the giant reset and for everybody to sit in that room and say, we better figure it out or we're not voting anything. We're shutting it down. We're just shutting it down. 
we, we need a full and total shutdown. We need, I mean, I'm very nervous for these upcoming elections. I'm very nervous for the primaries, for the fuckery that's afoot. Um, you know, uh, we need to expect that kind of fuckery and we need to show out uh, to make sure that we can overwhelm the fuckery because uh, it's, it, it, it's so blatant that the uniparty will do stop at nothing to make sure that Donald Trump is not the nominee. He has no shot at winning. He's not at the ballot. He's not on the ballots. Uh, he's in jail. Whatever it is, they're going to try. Uh, and then on top of it, all of the rigging that we know that they're going to use uh, at their dis- disposal. Um, yeah. So it, it, is, it is going to be very, very tough. But I think we've set ourselves up in a position with all of the, the information that's coming out right now, like, like uh, uh, Joel, Joel Gilbert said, like this is not coming out right now for no reason. Like someone is putting this stuff out there now on purpose, because I think they're gearing up for a big mic run. And this is why this information is coming out. So it's going to make it a lot tougher for big Mike to gain popularity, especially in the black vote. Uh, that's what they're banking on. If they bring out big Mike, they're banking right. on the black vote. Uh, and I don't think they're going to get it. I really they're not, don't. They're not going to get the black vote from Michelle Obama because so many blacks were frustrated um, during the last couple of years of, of Barack's term. And it really is wild to see the amount of people from the black community of every level, from lower class all the way up to high class entertainers, that are coming out, even people that have blatantly said, "Listen, I don't like the guy, but I don't like what's going on right now with how they're going after a political opponent and how our country is being run that's affecting these inner city communities, predominantly black. Well, I, I, love, I, I love the people, I love the black people that are speaking out, talking about, listen, you're not... The, Donald Trump, Republicans aren't oppressing you. It's white liberals that are conning Democrats at every point. Well, I think I think that's what they're starting to realize. And I think this election was very polarizing for black communities because they 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 saw uh, Ice Cube have meetings with Donald Trump about the platinum plan like they knew that that was in the works like that was something that uh, they knew about. And they, that got shelved because Joey Bag of Donuts got voted in. And uh, they were voting for Joey Bagadonis not only because they they thought the narrative of Donald Trump being racist was true, right. uh, but they also thought that that the Republican Party is racist as a whole, and they don't do anything for the black community. It's always the Democrats that do things for the black community, and they fell for this every single year previously. Yep. But I think this year, with the amount of people that were paying attention to politics more so than ever, a lot of people saw, hey. Things were way better when Donald Trump was in office. Our pockets had more money. We weren't spending all this money on everything when Donald Trump was in office. Because even people that are even 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 poor people who can't afford, not just in the black community, in every community, poor people as a whole that voted Democrat. Because a lot of poor people vote vote Democrat, white trash, all of them. They they vote Democrat because they're the the party of the the working class of the 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 laborers. We're gonna give you free shit uh, and 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 government assistance a lot of poor people are realizing that 
even though they're on government assistance, their their buying power isn't. They can't buy as much with their free shit because it's so expensive. Yeah, uh, it, it's affecting everybody. Um, it, it it's wild, and I think it's 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 truly gonna be a a slobber knocker of a race. Uh, I think they're going to pull out all of the stops, and this is why I think it's Big Mike. Big Mike. If- uh, I don't think that they have any other choice. If after the primary going into the general, if Donald Trump could manage to get between 13 and I'd say like 15% of the black vote, there's a good chance it's over. If he exceeds 15% of the black vote, when only when 40 or 41% of the population, the voting population apparently is black, then it it, it should be a lock. I think anything over 15% of the black vote, there's no question that that election should be locked. And I think it's going to he got more more of the black vote than any other Republican incumbent ever. Um, the, the next the next twelve months, ten months, six. I, I think the next year, the next the next year is going to be wild. It's going to be it's going to be pivotal of, of, of things that are going to happen that are going to come out. Whether it's with the uh, the trials that'll start for Donald Trump and the 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 effects that the people are going to see are taking on uh, his campaign as far as try trying to stifle it and just stomp it out from, from making any moves because they want him tied up in court and to see what the ruling party is doing to their political opponent. I think it's going to piss more people off once the wheels of justice start turning in the four trials that it's really going to piss people off of what's going to go on, go on, especially. I think it's going to backfire bigly. I think it's going to expose stuff to the American public that they have never heard of or or had any idea because they're now saying that there's a good possibility that this this is going to be on TV. Well, George is going to be on TV. Great. 100% George is going to be on TV. New York doesn't matter. New York's probably going to keep cameras out and the federal cases. There won't be any cameras anyway. Um, you know Donald Trump. The, his legal team now is is trying to uh, requesting that the um, the DC judge um, recuse herself because of statements she made during sentencing and during tr- other January six trials. I believe she even made a statement on the record of Donald Trump should be prosecuted as well in one of maybe the sentencing of, of, of these people. And right there, right there should be grounds for like immediate, like forced recusal. Like you can't have this case based on that statement that's on court record. With, with Without a doubt. So I, I, it's going to be, I th- I'm very excited for the TV trials. I'm very excited. I think it's going to be uh, a big backfire for for the establishment, in my opinion. I think Donald Trump is going to be prepared uh, and present evidence uh, proving him to be correct uh, in his statements of the election being rigged. Um, I think he's going to reference the Durham report. I think he's going to reference a lot of this stuff. What were you going to say, Alan? I, I, it, it, it's all going to depend on what the judge in each case allows to be. Without um, a doubt to be presented in a defense because these judges, especially these DC judges are very good at denying Republicans defense in court. I'm more so talking about the Georgia case. It's well, even the Georgia, even that judge, you know, you could say, listen, 
the, this yeah. trial, you're not like the, the judge could turn around and say, I'm not going to allow you to take make my courtroom into convincing the the American people tuning in on television that Donald Trump won the 2020 election. And the defense is the defense you're allowed is why what you're being accused of in a RICO case, in a conspiracy case, and racketeering case of why that's not the case, which uh, I, I, I think there's going to be strict, strict um, guidelines as far as what they're allowed to do and say to the jury and what they're not. I'm very, I, who knows though, dude, I, you know, this is the third year in a row that Joey Bagadona has extended the executive order of election interference, foreign interference into elections. Uh, why, why do that? Why, why do that when this case is looming? Why sign that? All he does have to do is just let it fucking expire. He doesn't have to do shit. It makes zero sense. No, there's no logical reason or explanation for him to extend that executive order for the third year in a row. Zero. I, I, I think we're – you're right. I think where it's going to get dicey with these trials is, again, like I had said – because you, you're you're 100 right, Black Rain Patriot judges all over, and I've seen it too. And I actually know I I know a few judges. Judges have unbelievable power, unbelievable power on what they will allow as far as presenting evidence on both sides. Like if they have a feeling that they don't want that spoken about in their courtroom, it's boom. You're not bringing that up in my courtroom, and. I, I want, but it's going to be very difficult because you know, you're, you're, going to you're going to completely deny a guy, this guy defense because of what he's being charged. But they, don't, but they don't see that. And it's not going to be difficult. It's going to be a matter of, I'm the judge. This is my court. This is my kingdom. We're not a democracy here. This is the, this is communist courtroom. And I, I'm the King. And then what will happen is Donald Trump will probably, whether it's through him depending on what's what he's allowed to do and what if, if there's any further gag orders put on him as far as social media uh-huh. or his surrogates can come out and say well they're denying a defense like when Roger Stone was being uh, tried for lying to Congress when he voluntarily testified in Congress and they said he lied based on something that didn't even exist the Russia hoax they the judge could not only denied him the defenses that they wanted that were like, here it is, but gagged him and his family under the threat of imprisonment that you cannot speak about anything about this case. Like you, you can't do anything. You cannot speak. You have to live in a hole during the trial because they did not want him to be the, a mouthpiece out there speaking about. Listen, being denied a defense, and that's what they're going to do. That's definitely a possibility. That's definitely a possibility. But I mean, Donald Trump has continually figured out ways to pepper information to the public, uh, and and may, maybe that that will be the case. Maybe maybe what you say is uh, could happen happens. And if that does, if that does, think of the optics publicly. What do you think the people are going to say? 
They're not going. They're not going to say it's a fair trial. They're not going to say, "Oh, hey, you know, Donald Trump got a fair shake and they got him on some real evidence." They're going to say that they're tr- they're going after a political opponent. That's the, already the narrative that's being spun. I, I hope so, hundred percent. And, and it'll be a huge backfire. And and I, I hope it doesn't get to that point, Alan. But I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. If that happens, that that is one step closer to what they want, which is a civil war. Uh, because I don't think people take, take will take if, if because because tell me if I'm wrong. They do that to Donald Trump. They deny him offense. They might as well throw him in jail. They might as well just lock up the key and call it a day. Because well, I mean, I, well, number one, no defending. If you can't use the defense, there's no defending it. They're going to. It's not. They're going to be very strict. I believe on what the defense is. They're going to. They don't want. Listen. They're going to try until they're told not to. Of course. They so, don't want to have Donald Trump's legal team to have a broad stroke defense. They want to they want to thin it down, make it really fine. These these are the charges. This is what you can defend against. We're down. not going to sit here and listen about the 2020 election. Like I think that's where they're going to steer it. Let me let me let me let's narrow it down for a second, okay? Because what they're really dangling over his head is the phone call that he had saying find me more votes. Like that's really what they're going to use as their evidence, okay? Now, that may be the case, but if if I'm the lawyer, I'm looking at the defense and I'm looking at Georgia, just Georgia specifically, not as a federal case, but just Georgia specifically, the evidence that I would want to present right away to defend my client is the pipe burst situation at the arena where they evacuated everybody and said it was a pipe burst and present that evidence that it was not a pipe burst. It was just a toilet being clogged which we found out later on, use that as evidence that they forced people out of the building. There was a, a premeditated plan to do so because it wasn't a pipe burst. It was a fucking clogged toilet. Uh, and then when they did that, Lady Ruby, we all saw videos of, wheeled out, which her case, she she got off because of some technicalities. Uh, but at the, at, 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 the same, at the same time, that's still something that I would want to present as evidence, I would want to present that. Uh, they're going to probably deny that. They're probably not going to allow that in court. I'd be, I'd be willing to bet that that's not going to be allowed uh, as part of the defense. I would too as part of the defense, but I think my main thing would be is to try to chip away at the conspiracy uh, charges, the RICO charges, because if you start breaking down the bigger – the bigger charges, um, I think you have a better shot than uh, like that's all still very valid. But I, I I think him Donald Trump being this all happening when he he was a sitting president. Yep. Okay, questioning the outcome of an election based on things like you just mentioned and other things, I think is like a a. a a better strategy as far as just pointing out that there's no conspiracy because he was sitting president. Mark Meadows was the chief of staff whose job is to facilitate things for the office of the president. And then the attorneys like Eastman and um, Clark and Jenna Ellis, where they were the legal team, like Doing legal work, Rudy Giuliani, doing the legal work in order to see what legal paths they have 
to question and audit and and fight the results yeah, of the election, etc. Yeah, so absolutely. It's because of all of the irregularities, which there is so much evidence of. I mean, there's still a shit show going on in places. Mm-hmm. Arizona, Michigan, well, you know, all over. So it's just, I mean, people have to realize that they locked up a guy who was president, who while he was president was questioning the outcome of an election. And not only did they lock him up, but they locked up his entire legal team of, of, of lawyers that he was using at the time. They literally locked up the acting attorney general, Jeff Clark. Yep. Like that alone should just open your eyes. So, you know, it's, um, these people are insanely corrupt. Yeah, and they, and they already, they, they already, that, that, that twat in Georgia, Fanny phony Willis already has evidence that is helping the defense team. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, Raffensperger, there you go. You just said it in tolerant reference. I was just thinking about it. Already testified that the call was taken out of context and Trump wasn't asking him to find votes, meaning you have to manufacture these votes so I win. Like, that's all part of the conspiracy. So, like, she knows that her case is rocky. This is all about things. This is all right. The establishment knows she. I don't think she's she's even making any of this decision. She's told what to say. She's told what to do. She's just following orders so that she can be the next Stacey Abrams to get a promotion in the establishment to to be the shining star for the Democrat Party. Uh, that's literally all she's doing. Same thing with Alvin Bragg. Same thing with all these these people yeah. that, are, that are that are bringing these charges. It's literally following orders they're being told to do this This is not coming from them they know they have nothing there's people that are working under them that know that they have nothing but they're they're doing what they're told they're they're following orders it's Uh, true and that's what's going on uh and you know the fact that they're bending the knee and doing that shows what type of character these people are and that they'll do anything just to uh, appease their masters um but at the same time, they're they're not calling the shots. They're not making any decisions in any of these indictments. They're not telling the the timing is is all laid out for them when they're supposed to make the announcement. All these things are are very 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 coordinated. It's not a coincidence that it's happening the day after Hunter Biden news breaks every single time. Like these these are things that they have been doing forever and people are finally catching on like people are talking about these things but i want to i want to discuss a couple things before we wrap up the show alan because we didn't we didn't we didn't get into them i I do discuss a little bit uh of the uh indictment and the indictment the impeachment uh of joey bag of donuts and what a crock of shit that is uh and if there is any impeachments it should be mayorkas it should be merrick garland i've literally been saying this for a year like the, the whole i get the political optics but the the first of all the pussyfooting around with kevin mccarthy talking about an impeachment inquiry which is now just talking about it and then bringing it to a vote in the house floor remember that the democrats didn't do that when they impeached donald trump twice they just did it in articles of impeachment here they are they march them across like retards let's vote on it let's impeach them let's send them to the senate for a trial but over nothing over nothing I, I just feel like the Republicans are like, well, you did it to our guy twice, and so we're going to do it to your guy once. But the difference is we have all of this evidence. 
But the problem is it's a waste of time and resources because what is it going to get us? Number one, Joe Biden is not going to get convicted in the Senate. And truthfully, the way I've been looking and seeing as some of these Republicans are speaking, they might even have a tough time in the House. But I think it is absolutely useless when there are other things they could be doing. Joe Joe Biden is not going to be the is not running for president. All right. And if we remove Joe Biden now, if, if, if the moon's aligned and he was impeached and the, and he was convicted in the Senate and removed from office, which I will, I would bet every penny in my bank account right now would not happen. Okay. We have Kamala Harris, which then who knows what they'll end up doing. Cause then they're going to appoint a vice president and it's going to make it that much easier for whoever they appoint vice president to be the nominee and run for president now that they've been appointed, uh, the vice president been appointed, because Kamala Harris is not going to run for president. The DNC is not going to allow it. She's useless. She'll be a placeholder. She's not going to be on a ticket. It's not going to be, oh, Kamala Harris is going to be president. It's a waste of fucking time. I agree with you. I agree. What I think, what I find really, really funny, though, what I find hysterical is the questions that the media is asking the republican republicans that are calling for this impeachment uh even even the democrat congressman like old, old your 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 old buddy mr Chuck. i think the impeachment inquiry is absurd the american people want us to do something that will make their lives better not go off on these chases and uh, <laughs> the bottom line is as we've said You can only accomplish keeping the government open in a bipartisan way. Oh, and I want to shut it down. Yeah, and now, but now we want to be bipartisan. Now these are witch hunts. Are like, listen, listen to the media. This is hysterical. Yes, ma'am. What actual evidence do you have, as opposed to allegations, to show to the American public that would merit an actual impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden and prove that today isn't just about some of you? Oh, I don't know. McCarthy for the sake of enacting political revenge. Uh, this isn't about political revenge. We have the bank accounts. We can see, ma'am, you can see that the homes that the Bidens own can't be afforded on a, on a congressional or Senate salary. You also understand that it's not normal for family members to receive millions of dollars from overseas interests. Those things aren't normal. That's not normal to have 20 shell, shell country, companies. These things are not normal, and it alludes to not only just widespread corruption, but money laundering, if not influence peddling itself. And we also have the president, the vice president at the time on record saying that the prosecutor was fired. Well, son of a bitch. The prosecutor was fired, right? Because the prosecutor was going after the, the company that his son was working on. That's what we have. If you can't see that, if you are, if you are that blind, look, I'll turn it over to the attorneys. People can't see that. They think it's political revenge. It's because you don't report on it. We're reporting on it today. I'm not sure how you know what the American people think, but here's what they might wonder. So I love the question. It's like, uh, of course. what evidence do you have? Like, the guy just listed tons and tons of evidence. And these are things that we've been speaking about for years at this point. But, uh, and it's good for public optics and disclosure, in my opinion. I think people need to see this kind of stuff because I think they now, they're now ready to consume this, this kind of information. Whereas in 2020, when you told them the Hunter Biden laptop was real, they're like, no fucking way. It's not real. Right. 
there's no fucking way. Now they're like, wait a second, there, there's some weird shit going on, and I need to find out what's going on about this. Some of them don't even know about Joe Biden sitting in front of the Council of Foreign Relations saying, oh, son of a bitch, he's fired. Like, they have no clue that even exists right. uh, because they're so blind. So I think some of those things are really good, but I find it hysterical, the framework of the questions that the media is asking, and that's what we're seeing from every media outlet trying to frame this whole entire impeachment inquiry, whereas when Donald Trump was impeached, it's like, we got him. We fucking got him, guys. Line and sinker. He's done. We got him. The only the only thing, and I'm not a lawyer. The only thing I I believe that would be ironclad to tie all of this evidence directly to Joe Biden is a solid bulletproof witness, whether it be they get Hunter Biden wrapped up in something where he has to sing or Joe Biden's brother. If, if, if they can somehow down, 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 down the ocean from James, St. James Island. Yeah. The, the twist him up. It's somebody. Cause all right. So just Ashley Biden, just take the emails. Well, she, and she came out publicly about how everybody's so, so lucky to, uh, you know, the, the, the country's so lucky to have him, but, the the emails and the aliases here's here's my only problem with it well we know i mean we know what the deal is with it but now let's take that and turn that into evidence you now have to beyond a reasonable doubt be able to prove that joe biden sent one of those emails meaning if joe biden if you don't if you can't tie joe biden to a computer sending that email to something that belongs to him, then they could, that's plausible deniability what it was made to do under these aliases of a surrogate, of a staffer. Now you have to figure out what surrogate or staffer or family member, or if it was Joe Biden, was sent, where it was sent from, who's, who, who. 100%. That, I think if they were as sloppy as to sending these emails and getting caught with these aliases and doing the things that they were doing, uh, it goes back to what I saw from Hillary Clinton and what she was doing. Uh, they never thought they'd get caught. They never thought that they'd be held accountable for any of the things that they were doing. They, were they weren't. Huh? And, and, and they still haven't, but they never, they, they, they've been caught now. That's the thing. People are now seeing it for what it is. Uh, and this is why when these, this information comes out, I'm like, wow, it's the timing of this is fascinating that it's coming out now. Uh, why didn't this information come out when Joe Biden was running in 2020? Like there's reasons for the timing of this information. There's a reason for the timing of the Hunter Biden laptop being, uh, given out right before, like there's the, the timing of everything is, is, is amazing. But here's, but, all right. So here is, here's again, a question because, it's just a question in the chat. The archives have emails sent by Biden under the aliases. The archives have emails sent by Biden. How can you prove they were sent by Biden? That is the key question for the emails. Did he? Did, was he behind the computer, or was, was he the one behind the computer sending those emails? Because if you can't prove that, then you can't. Beyond a reasonable doubt, you cannot prove that he sent those emails. I we know, but even still, he may not have. 
he may have had somebody do it, but now you need to tie and find out who sent them and get them to flip and, and, and talk about that. I got to ask, I got to ask because there's got to be precedent for this. There's got to be precedent for emails being used as evidence, text messages being used as evidence. There has to be a precedent set already. Well, you would figure IP addresses and then whose, whose device was that device registered? Can they, they would have to, now, again, I'm not a lawyer. I'm just thinking out of the box here. But if I sent an email from my computer with my IP address under an alias and I was committing a crime doing that and they keyed it, they they traced it back to the IP address of my computer that I bought at fucking Joe Blow's electric shop on December 2nd of 1982 at 3 o'clock in the afternoon using my credit card or checking account or blah, 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 blah. Or have me on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so we're talking about. We're talking about the sitting president of the United States. This isn't just, hey, you sent those emails under an alias. Okay, prove it. Let That's- me let me let me interject because this could be the nail in the coffin. Now, they said they have all of the bank records. That's mm-hmm. a huge deal. Because what if these emails under these aliases specifically talk about numbers and money? And that that numbers and money and time lines up to money transferred to Joe Joey Bag of Donuts's account. It doesn't matter who sent the email at that point. It doesn't matter where it came from. The transaction happened. He accepted the transaction from a foreign entity, from some some sort of influence peddling. Like that's 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 you don't need to prove who sent it or not. The, it's the- going to come down to it's going to. I'm telling you. Any, any good lawyer, any good defense lawyer would make sure it has to come down to who has access to what. Like someone in the chat just said, does anyone else have a, have access to the vice president's computer? First, do we know it came from the vice, the computer in the vice president's office? It could have come from a cell phone. It could have come from a cell phone. It could have come from a laptop that was thrown in the river. It could have come from anywhere. AJP is getting caught you tweeting for Joe Biden. Like, so like, and, and yeah, and the computer in the vice president's office, I'd imagine that the vice president's chief of staff, deputy chief of staff, the secretary and certain staffers, depending on their clearance, have access to all of that stuff. So like everything has to maybe be passworded. But again, you're talking about these emails that are probably sent from a Blackberry or who knows and how many of them are untraceable. You're, and, and you're absolutely right. It doesn't matter in the scheme of things because Joe Biden is never being removed from office uh, under under an, an impeachment. And it's such a waste of time. And, you know, the optics work the other way, too, like that stupid ass reporter just said and all the other ones is they will push that narrative successfully that this looks like just a revenge job for Donald Trump, because on the other hand, they're also going to use the fact, well, Donald Trump's going around saying I'm your retribution. So now you're trying to impeach Joe Biden, which is stupid, when they should really be going after people in the administration that have really fucked things up. I agree. I agree. But again, again, the optic of everything for the average individual is going to be huge, I think. I think I think I I, I, I paying attention to it. No, I think I think people will pay attention. I think people will pay attention. I really do. I think it's a waste of time. I think more people would pay attention going after Alejandro Mayorkas for facilitating human trafficking, facilitating drugs and guns. I don't think anybody would pay attention to that. I think because Joe Biden 
is the president of the United States because of how bad things are in the country. People care about what's going on in the country and they're pissed off. I get that. I get that. But I'm saying it's a waste of time and resources. I agree. But but it's not a waste in time of resources to go after the smaller fish to show how fucked up the administration is. Like when you have the attorney general who weaponized the DOJ against Pete, January Sixers. Hold hold on. Uh, Sons and mothers being sentenced to five years together, Uh, hunting, still hunting people, Uh, politically prosecuting political uh, opposition. Like these are things they need to go after. No question. I'm I'm with you a hundred thousand percent. But the fact of the matter is that if there is a Joe Biden impeachment, which I think is a waste of time, it's pointless. It's a waste of resources. They should be doing something else. But can we can we keep call a spade a spade? The, the something else that they should be doing, they're not going to be doing anyway because they don't fucking do shit. Well, that's what I mean. The damn thing. So so hear me out. Hear me out. They yeah. they never do, they never do a damn thing. They never ever do anything for that they promise us that they, they, they are terrible they're fucking awful we complain constantly and and for the first time they're actually taking action on something even though it's a waste of time for people who have been paying attention for this entire time i'm agreeing with you i'm with you on that it's a huge waste of time the fact of the matter is so people are so easily distracted and they're going to be caught up in the impeachment process of Joe Biden just because they want to see uh, why the country is, is, is so shitty. Oh my God, I can't believe I voted for this. We need a new candidate. Uh, and, and it's going to wake up some people that are still on the fence and not there. It's going to help our cause, whether there's any removal from office or not, it doesn't matter. The outcome, the out, the outcome is irrelevant. It doesn't matter, the f- but because because at the end of the day, people are going to be tuning into this. They're going to be watching. They're going to want to see how this turns out and what evidence is pr- produced. And the media is going to scramble, and people are seeing the media try to scramble like that. That is not helping the media's cause. The people are sick and tired of being lied to, and they're seeing the media is lying to them. So the fact that they're going to try to sh- shape it as a political narrative, I think, is going to backfire. Yeah, it's funny, huh? Band mom, it's funny. It's you said it's weird. A lot of streamers are saying the same thing tonight. It's a waste of time and resources. I have been saying it's a waste of time of resources to 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 impeach Joe Biden for a really long time. And my targets for impeachment have always been, always been for at least a year, Alejandro Mayorkas and Merrick Garland. And those who are, that's who I'm referring to is the smaller fish. No, because, we've discussed it many times in the show, Alan. It's been yeah, something we've, we've talked about at nauseum at some points. Uh, these, these people, these people are the real ones who need to be impeached, but now we're here. Like this is where we're at. We're here. Uh, Joe Biden impeachments are here. Uh, and we might as well, hope for some good information to come out from it for people to see some corruption. That's all I'm saying. I would gain respect for GOP Republicans. If again, they turned around and shut the government down and says, you know what, motherfuckers, but they're not going to Alan. Let's be real. They're just like, they're they're just like, just like they're not going to impeach Joe Biden. It's the impeachment. They'll they'll start an impeachment for sure. I think that's going to happen. I don't think, I don't think they're going to, I think they're going to struggle to get the votes 
They're working feverishly right now because when Kevin McCarthy gave his little press conference today, he stopped just short of saying that they were going to put the inquiry to a vote, which they shouldn't be doing anyway. They should just be articles of impeachment written and submitted, and the speakers should be walking them over mm-hmm. for the House to act on them, and they're not because I think the GOP is in turmoil, and I've heard this from members of Congress recently that one, it's hard to whip votes and get them all on the same page for actual legislation. But for this, there are a lot of Republican congressmen who are saying the same thing. This is a waste of time. There are other things that can be done and to hold people accountable and help the American people at the same time. And I just... They're not going to. Let's let's call a spade a spade, Alan. They're not going to do shit. They've never done shit. They're doing everything for optics. So if this is the case, if this is what they're going to do, if this is the avenue that they want to take, we need to see how we can capitalize on it if we can, because they're not going to do a damn thing for us. They don't give a fuck about Alejandro Mayorkas when he's doing down at the border and trafficking human beings. They don't give a fuck about Merrick Garland prosecuting Americans. If they did, they would stop it from happening, and these people would be let into jail. Well, well that's what I mean. That's, they're, that's... they're political prisoners, but they're not yeah. doing a damn thing, Alan. They're not doing anything. I don't. And that's why. And that's why they should. All it takes. All it takes is a few to get a few more to just shut it down. We need a government shutdown. I'm not going to be happy until the government is shut down and not operating for at least two months. I highly doubt that's going to happen. I highly, highly doubt that's going to happen. Um, yeah, like, like anything else, nothing is going to happen. It's it's definitely not I, – I have no faith in our congressional officials, the Republican leaders in the Congress, the Republican leaders in the Senate, zero. Uh, you know, they, they're all talk. They, they tell us uh, a good game, but they do absolutely nothing when it comes to crunch time. They never follow through. They never get anything accomplished. Uh, our rights are being trampled. Look what's going on in New Mexico with this fucking crazy governor, uh, this, this crazy governor. That's a complete tyrant. She's- and that completely is blowing up in her face. It's great. It's oh, absolutely. But that's that's exactly my like, I I really think that the narrative and the the push that they're they're trying to run with right now, it's not working anymore. Like it used to work. This this propaganda used to work on the public, but I don't think they're buying it anymore. And they're seeing through the bullshit. And this is why I think if they take that narrative with Donald Trump, it it won't it won't be good for them. I really don't don't think it's going to work out. Listen, the only thing I'm concerned about in the whole realm of things is Donald Trump winning the primary and getting him back into the White House. And, you know, all of the shit that these, again, gutless Republicans and all of them, I mean, all right, Matt Gates spoke about a teasing of removing uh, Kevin McCarthy and then having a stupid go back and forth with Eric Swallowswell on the other side of the aisle, raise your hand, motion to vacate. Let's get it done. Show you have some balls. And I want to hear at least one firebrand Republican say the words, we should shut the government down 
until Joe Biden pardons Donald Trump for the two federal cases, because if he did get 81 million votes, then he should not be afraid to run against Donald Trump. If it was that easy for him to beat the first time, it should be a walk in the park the second time. And he should show the American people that he's not afraid and show the American people that the government should not be politically prosecuting its political opposition. Fuck you. I'd love that to happen, but highly doubt it'll ever happen i highly doubt anybody will step up and do that uh just sit you know, not even do it i want to hear i just want to hear they have they are so full of themselves and their fucking mouths and hear themselves speak i want to just hear those words and then what other reactions from other members of congress is mad gates should put a billboard on that giant fucking forehead of his that says Joe Biden, pardon Donald Trump, or I'm shutting down the fucking government. Because he can keep running his fucking mouth and have his stupid fucking podcast, and Marjorie Taylor knee pads could be blowing staffers and doing what she does and running her fucking mouth. And they're not, they're not even saying the right things anymore. Nope. Nope. I have no Fuck faith in them all. Fuck them all. I agree. And, and I don't think vote, you know, the voting system is rigged, you know, and voting these these people out hasn't worked in many cases uh it's it's wild what's going on they're they're doing nothing they're doing absolutely nothing to help us uh i i do think um donald trump wanted to be indicted i think he welcomes it i think uh he knows exactly what that means if if he wins the election if and when he wins the election that they've set the stage uh already like the fact that they're going after him for rico charges like He's now going to be able to turn the tables if he if he chooses to do so, and I think he will. I truly do. I think he's going to uh, do exactly what they did, they're doing to him right back at them when he's in office, and he has all of the evidence, all of the truth to back him up. And uh, they are they're destroying themselves. <laughs> Someone just <laughs> Matt Gates has a five head, not a four head. <laughs> they could play a fucking motion picture on that forehead and listen. I like Matt Gates, right? I I I, I like you know he he I do. It's just I'm just I'm just high. I'm I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated as just a fucking Joe Blow American, and I that of the lack of of just movement and the lack of certain things coming out of their mouths. Because again, they all want to write books. They all want to open up their fucking mouths. And they all want to do media and have sound bites. I mean, I want to, I, I want to have some, I want to hear people have some balls and start, start putting some shit in motion. And honestly, I'm just, I'm not going to be happy until there is like mass hysteria on, on the congressional floor for what I, I, I just want to shut it. I want to just shut down. I just I want to down. shut it down. I would love that to happen, but I don't see it happening, unfortunately. No, I don't see anything happening. I see them wasting their time having this inquiry vote, maybe it not passing the first time, keep trying it, and then it, it gets to the point where just just do it or don't do it. Like, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's going to be uh, – it's going to be uh, an interesting – couple months because you know uh i saw something earlier and i was going to play these videos uh and they're really really good videos but they're you know five minutes long i think three minutes and five minutes so we don't what is it on what on on uh 
how the Durham investigation is being used in uh, the Seth Rich case and how it's being used in uh, Donald Trump's civil case, civil RICO case, which can turn into a criminal case. Uh, and it's now. What do you mean? What do you mean civil RICO? You mean just a civil case because it's. No, no, he's got a civil RICO case. Uh, remember, remember when he filed for that last year uh, on. Um, Big tech and uh, the establishment. Oh, oh, a civil case. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. I didn't. All right, I didn't understand what you were saying first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's a, but it can turn into a criminal case. Like this is one of those cases right. that can legally turn into a criminal case. Um, and he's now using the Durham investigation uh, for this. Uh, it's it's uh, really good information, but uh, I don't know if we got time to play it. Um, is there one better than the other? It's a true. It's, it's really one video that's cut into two. Wow, because I kind of want to. I kind of want to hit on. Um, I kind of want to hit on uh, Owen Schroyer. I do too. Yeah, I actually got to. Yeah, let's let's maybe we'll, we'll we'll hold off on that because, the yeah, let's 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 do that. The whole the whole Owen Schroyer thing and Alex Jones thing. You know, January sixth in the Capitol. It's they wanted the hundred and twenty days for whatever it was. He got sixty. You know, which sucks, but you know he he'll do it, and he'll be he'll be back, and he'll be back and more popular than ever, and he'll probably write a book about his sixty days in prison, about a you know a crime he didn't commit, but um the thing was like we had spoken off air, which a lot of people, I mean, it seems like a lot of people don't know about, and I, I don't know how to take it because oh apparently. In 2020, um, hold on, I just want to have my thing up, my note up. So, give me one second, because I want to get this right. So apparently on January 17th, 2020, Owen Schroyer was charged by, I'd say, an, in, an information in the Superior Court of D.C., with a violation of disorderly and disruptive conduct on United States Capitol grounds. Okay, he was obstructing and impeding passage on United States Capitol grounds based on Schroyer's disruption of a House Judiciary Committee meeting on December 9th, 2019. And during the incident, Schroyer, who was seated in the audience observing the hearing in a committee room, jumped up from his seat and shouted in a loud manner while the Judicial Committee was in session. The disruption occurred while the chairman of the committee was speaking and caused the chairman to hit the gavel and request that order be restored. Schroyer was removed from the room and placed under arrest. So mm-hmm. now that happens back in, uh, he was December 9th, 2019 that happened. And then he was charged January 17th, 2020. So on February 25th, 2020, Owen Schroyer signed a community service deferred prosecution agreement, also known as a DPA. And apparently pursuant, yeah, there it is. I'm reading it, probably hard for you to read. I'm just I'm just kind of paraphrasing the important parts, but pursuant to the deep to the DPA, and this is all bullshit, by the way. I'm just giving you like information, but it, it, this is all bullshit. And this is how they got him. Okay. The guy was out there with Alex Jones telling people not to go into the Capitol because there are, 
you know, communists posing as this and, and, and all of this shit, you know, typical InfoWars, Alex Jones style and, and Owen Schroyer style. And what happened was um, he agreed to abide by certain standard and special conditions during a four-month deferment period as enumerated in the agreement. In any case, Schroyer signed this agreement back in 2020 and agreed not to violate any laws and to perform 32 hours of verified community service. Now, they said due to the nature of the offense, this DPA, Deferred Prosecution Agreement, it included the following special conditions for Owen Schroyer. It said that the defendant agrees not to utter loud, threatening, or abusive language or to engage in any disorderly or disruptive conduct at any place upon the United States Capitol grounds or within any of the Capitol buildings with intent to impede, disrupt, or disturb the orderly conduct of any session of the Congress or either house thereof, or the orderly conduct within any such building of any hearing before or any de deliberations of any committee, subcommittee of the Congress, either house thereof. It also goes into, it just says, agrees not to parade, demonstrate, or picket within any of the Capitol buildings. And the term Capitol buildings means the United States Capitol, the Senate and the House office buildings, and garages, the Capitol power plant, all subways and enclosed passages connecting two or more of such structures, and the real, real property underlying and enclosed by any such structure. They got him, and they got those 60 days, based off this agreement it looks like that he signed in 2020 because he spoke out at a hearing and he was arrested for it. And this is the bullshit. First of all, I don't know why... He would sign anything like that. I don't know it's why he would sign it either. That's what I, I, don't, I don't know what they were threatening him with, but then they, you know, they they went ahead and they they were um, they were showing uh, obviously the videos of him and Alex Jones on January six with the megaphones, and they said, "Well, look, he's parading and he's demonstrating, and he's on Capitol grounds because they had other pictures of him where he moved up and he was on Capitol grounds and he violated the the violation." And now I'm wondering. Had he not signed that violation, would they have gone a different way and still prosecuted him? Because why prosecute him and not Alex Jones? Because they were there speaking the same shit. Or they said, hey, you know what? We can make an example out of this guy because we had him sign this agreement back over a year ago prior to this. I'm not sure, dude. Uh, it, I don't know if they'd go a different route, but I spent some time with Owen when he was when they everybody was out here for the event. Uh, he was a really cool dude, really solid dude. Um, you know, a guy yeah. I've watched, watched for a long time. Uh, it's really cool that you know, you know a lot of times these people are dickheads when you meet them and they hang out with them. You know, in in many mm -hmm. cases, and he was a solid dude. He was really fucking cool. Uh, and it sucks that they're they're doing this to him. I mean, I didn't know about him signing this until you brought this up pre-show. I had no clue that that was the case. But and he I have no that. idea why he would sign something like that. They must they have. Might have they might have said, "Listen, if you don't sign this, we're going to go the next step, and we're actually you, you we're, we'll send we'll we'll send you to court because he was arrested for whatever it was, and and, and you may get more time or something else at the time because obviously this was before January sixth, and this is what they held over his head. The good news is. It's 60 days. And I'm sure Owen Schroyer can suffer through the 60 days. And I'm sure when he gets out, he's going to 
probably become more popular because of it. Oh, no question. They'll have great stories. It, it's stupid. So Black Rain Patriot, he signed an agreement back in 2020 because in December of 2019, he stood up at a judiciary hearing and caused an interruption where the chairman had to hit the gavel and stop the hearing because of Owen Schroyer's disruption, and they removed him and arrested him. And then in February of 2020, they made him sign an agreement saying that he cannot protest, parade, or enter the Capitol grounds, property, buildings, or anywhere near it, or he could be uh, subject, I guess, to, to, to certain penalties. And it sounds like that's what they got him on. Stupid. It's it's a technicality. Uh, they wanted to get him. They, and and what's crazy is the narrative is that he got arrested for January sixth when it has nothing to do with uh, January sixth. He just violated a condition of an agreement. Well, uh, I think they they locked him up. They locked him up for January sixth as a message, and then they saw that that came oh, yeah. up and said, "Well, we can we can convict him based on this." But nobody. Um, there's fine details. They're just going to say, oh, he's a January 6th. Uh, he got arrested for storming the Capitol. Everybody's going to believe it. Uh, it's it's wild that uh, this is going on. And I cannot wait till he gets out if he actually does go in. Because I'm sure he's going to let loose. Like, there was things uh, he couldn't talk about when we were hanging out obvious for obvious reasons. Sure. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he was like, yo, when this is all done, I'm definitely going to tell my story, which I'm very excited to hear. Uh, yeah. Yeah, once, once he fulfills his sentence and he's out and he's done, I mean, they're going to, they're, I think they, they're probably going to have him supervised release and some bullshit after he gets out. Some nonsense. He, some gag order of some sort. Meanwhile, was it yesterday? Was it yesterday they had the gay surrection in Kevin McCarthy's office? They had all of the AIDS patients, yeah. all the all of the queers infiltrated. They had all the queers penetrated Ke- the, the speaker's office, Kevin McCarthy's office. The the was, yeah, the guy who put his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk, uh, he got four and a half years. And but, these, yeah. these people were just um, willy-nilly screaming and yelling. They were arrested by Capitol Police, but you know they were just putting zip ties, walked out of the place probably given some bullshit tickets or whatever else, maybe made to sign those agreements that Owen Schroyer is going to have that signed, or they'll have them sign them at, at something, but they're not going to be put in the DC gulag and treated like January Sixers. Nope. No shot. They're going to be, they're going to be like, Oh, they'll be home for dinner. They'll be home for dinner. And I'm not even, you know, it's, it's not even surprising at all. Alan. It's no. really, uh, but these things that are happening, people see Alan. And I, 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 I'm very grateful as much as, as, as stressful and painful as it is to go through today's world and what's going on in the world uh, at some times. Uh, I'm very thankful for some of these things that are happening because it is waking up people very quickly, a lot faster than any of us could because they're seeing this. I they're hope so. These crazy lunatics go into this office and they're like, wait a second, why are they being treated one way when the other people are being treated a totally different way? Uh, it makes no sense and it's very polarizing and it's and people are seeing, i think there's a heightened awareness of everything that's going on people are sick and tired of being sick and tired uh and they're not falling for the games the establishment has been playing for all these years i think they're, i think the, i think most people are getting sick and tired because <clears throat> it's a, it's affecting them directly when it comes down to like 
the economy and things like that. Yep. And well, and then and then when, when they were kind of watching the news and seeing the fuckery going on, but I think I think the just the way the trajectory of of the economy that is not no well, even though that they'll sit there and lie to you and say no the economy's getting better everything's good now you know and gas is still up and 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 it's Donald Trump Donald Trump threw such a wrench in their plans like really like I don't think people realize the importance of the four years that we had with Donald Trump and then the the, the four years that we're going through right now because if Hillary Clinton had won we would have never seen sub two dollar gas prices never it wouldn't no. even have been a thought because we were people forget it was in New York New Jersey it was five dollars when Trump took office it was at five dollars a gallon in New York and New Jersey when Obama was in office and when Hillary took office it would have kept climbing and climbing and climbing the fact I'll that Donald what that came, the fact that Donald came in and 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 made gas under two dollars gave people the, the realization like hey we can fucking have affordable things in this country like things don't have to be so ridiculously expensive why can orange man the guy who you hated and put on tv every day and said he's the worst fucking thing that happened in this country why was he able to get gas under two dollars and make things super duper cheap but you guys who promised those the world and said this man was the worst thing since sliced bread um you guys it's fucked like i can't i can't even put food on my table i'm working three jobs what the fuck is going on yeah. uh, and, and that kind of polarization is waking people up in a way that you and I telling them to their face, showing them the evidence could never, ever do. You're absolutely right by saying that that economy uh, is doing that. But it's only because Donald Trump was in office for four years. That would not have happened if Donald Trump was not in office. No one would be seeing this. It'd be business as usual. It's like, fuck, everything is just getting more and more expensive. Inflation, huh? That shit sucks. Like, we thought that that wasn't going away ever. No, and people and people wouldn't be thinking about it as much because we the way we the transition would have been from Obama to Hillary Clinton, where there would be other things to be complaining about. But I'll tell you, COVID would COVID would have I, I believe probably would have never happened to the degree it happened if Hillary Clinton was president. I believe Black Lives Matter, the actual organization, would not come to fruition if Hillary Clinton was president. I oh. believe Antifa, we wouldn't even be muttering the words Antifa. We 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 wouldn't be speaking about be well uh, in World War Three. Yeah, I, I I think they'd be we would be entrenched in a war. The economy would suck. And the the thing is I think decentralized media and the world of streaming and podcasts would be completely different. I don't know if half of us or more than half of us would even exist. It'd be on, very, very online. Um, it, it just it, it would be, when, and when I say like things like, well, COVID wouldn't have happened the way it happened, and BLM and the riots, the summer of 2020 wouldn't have happened because they wouldn't need all of that. Nope. All of that chaos and mayhem and distraction to spin the narratives they need to spin. I and. Well, the American people, as as I think a majority, I believe would not have the disdain for mainstream media as we do now. A thousand percent, they wouldn't. There would there would they would be sucking the media's tits still. They'd literally be taking it for what it is. Like, oh, the news would never lie to me because yeah. they wouldn't know any different. They wouldn't they wouldn't know that the economy could be good here and things could be affordable for once. Like, they would have no idea. 
really think about it. Like, I'll tell you right now, before Donald Trump got elected, I literally thought there was no hope. Like I was like, I was like, you know, I was looking at uh, the cost of house housing, like my parents' generation, even your parents' generation, were able to buy a house for 50 grand for fucking 50 grand uh, in some places, Uh, even in the tri-state area, uh, you know, some places 150 grand, but even still 150 grand is an affordable house with a bank loan where now houses like my parents' house is probably worth three quarters of a million dollars because of where they're located. Like it's, it's unaffordable and the property taxes are fucking through the roof. Like, how do you afford to live there? And I thought there was literally, I was like, we're fucked. Like we're, we're fucked. It's just going to keep getting more and more expensive. Nothing is going to get any better. And if Donald Trump didn't win and give us those four years of seeing how good things could be. And I think they could have gotten better. Uh, they still weren't, they, they still weren't as good as they could have been, I think. Uh, but he, he gave us that little window, like, Hey, things could fucking, you know, we can make a life here and you know things could be be affordable for the average American once again. Uh, and not everybody has to need government assistance because I can actually pay my own way because I'm making forty fifty thousand dollars a year and I can afford to feed my family with this. Uh, you know, it's uh, un- un- unfortunately not everybody's an entrepreneur. Not everybody knows how to make money. There's yeah. a lot of people that are just stuck in the in the rat in the rat race and they're doing they're doing the the nine to five life which they're needed in society let's be real we wouldn't have a lot of the things that we wouldn't that we have if it wasn't for these uh you know blue collar workers for these nine to five workers in many cases and the rat race for those nine for the nine to five people and 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 others who 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 are you know chains to the job or or two jobs or sometimes two and a half or three jobs it it wasn't Maybe you didn't need the third job under a Trump presidency. A lot of cases that was the case, Alan. That was was the case for a lot of people. Uh, And unfortunately now, because the two jobs aren't cutting the deal, people are picking up third jobs. People are deciding on whether they're going to put the heat on or or, or just shut it off. Uh, You know, or or we're going to... What are we going to do? Feed ourselves, pay for our medication. You know, how are we going to pay these bills? It's overwhelming for so many people and that kind of stuff makes them look at like how did we get here how did we have how was i able to afford things not that long ago and things were very good i felt like i had extra money in my pocket like people were celebrating the extra money that they had in their pocket and to, to where we're at right now like they start reflecting they start looking in like wait a second like Orange man. It was good when orange man was in office. Like why are things bad again? This doesn't make sense. And there was able to afford hookers and blow under Trump. Now I can, now I can only afford blow. I can't afford the hookers, but they're, they're putting pieces together, dude. They're people are realizing because it, like you said, is directly affecting them. And this is why I always go back to the fact that it had to be this way, dude. Like if, Donald Trump won another four years. It would be another four years of orange man, bad China virus, this China virus, that, uh, you know, making them look bad. Whereas now with him out of, out of office and Joey bag of donuts, who is in office, it's a complete shit show. And people are waking up left and right because of it. They are, are, are well aware of the media deception, well aware of big pharma, well aware of the agriculture industry, well aware of the entertainment industry, more so than ever. And it wouldn't have happened if Donald Trump got in office as much as we wanted him there and as, 
better as things would be. I truly believe it had to be this way to get the American public to see what these people are truly about. And it's not just the Democrats that they're seeing there. They're seeing the Republicans as well, because I think the majority of people that have been that are waking up all are in agreement that this is a waste of time in the impeachment. We shouldn't be we should be doing tons of other things. So they're like me looking at the Republican Party saying, you guys are a bunch of idiots. You're not going to do anything of substance to help me out. I'm done with you. I'm over it. And the American public is sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I and and I really think that we're coming out the other end. I think 2024, Donald Trump wins. We come out the other end. He's going to turn the tables on them and do exactly what he did to them or what they're doing to him uh, right back to them. They set the stage. You don't stop at any from destroying themselves. uh, And that's exactly what they're doing. I hope so. I sure hope so. I just want to tell everybody, if you don't hit the thumbs up on this video where you're watching right now, you're a fucking fed. If you don't hit the thumbs up, you're a fed. So hit the if, thumbs up. If if you think Alan's a piece of shit, share it. Hit the share yes. button if you think Alan's a piece of shit. You should be sharing it everywhere. Um, Especially if you think I'm a piece of shit, because I am. We love Alan. We love Alan. Um, but yeah, hit the like, hit the subscribe button. We really appreciate everybody that tuned in. We'll be back on Friday. We got memes of the week, another two-week backlog of memes of the week. So we're going to have tons of memes for you guys uh this friday uh and it's gonna be a lot of fun gang banging on the government as usual yes uh, freedom friday it's gonna be fun and uh alan will be back bright and early in the morning so tune in make sure you please tell him to get fucked uh it's our term of agreement someone please i am not waking up at five in the morning to do so. uh it's not happening but black rain patriot will be on it he'll get up in the morning and he'll tell me to get fucked he's always, in, he's always in the chat someone tell alan every morning from james get fucked uh we really appreciate it uh we'll be back on friday uh hit that like and subscribe button shout out to our sponsors my page cigars kush creams and serious cbd uh it's been fun guys until next time where we go one we go all see ya our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you the american people the washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure 
that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, 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 and then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented, and the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company, and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family, instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much, and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement, and we will take back this country for you, and we will make America great again.